Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hey, hey, that first hey was not me, it was Eric. Hey, Eric. Hello. Well, we're waiting for uh, some more people to show up here. Meanwhile, uh, I am making the opening to the show. So once again, we never got around to playing that smart kid. It was a clip I found on YouTube. Smartest kid. So we'll play it. Not next week. I'll tell you why we're not going to play it next week in a second. Um, I think I said, why, why do I, it's funny that I always want to come on when I say a word wrong. But I said with all due, I didn't say with all due respect. That's what I meant to say. I said something like with due respect or something in the show. You'll know when it happens. So there's that. Don't forget to watch Gary Goldman and Letterman. He was on last week, but go YouTube it. He had a really good set. Um, we also start explaining. Remember, there's somebody on the show, Jason, where he did something I wanted to compliment him on, but then we never got to it. Remember, I say, read this, and then we say... Right. We never got to that, right? No, we did not. So maybe I should tell them what it is now. You know when people show up, well, I guess I will. Uh, this guy, Jason, I saw this on YouTube. When people show up and they just, they, a lot of hate speech, whatever it is, he goes to where they're doing that. Instead of standing across the street and yelling back, it never works. He collects money. Because, you know, sometimes, oh, this is too hard to explain. I'll give it a shot because I don't feel like redoing this. Like, <laughs> like, if there's somebody, a hate group, it attracts people. 
even people that don't agree with what the hate group's saying. It's just if I was walking down the street and I saw some whatever the hate group was, I'd sort of go over and morbidly listen. Well, he collects money for a good cause, utilizing the group that has been attracted by this hate speech. And then he sends a thank you to the hate group for helping them raise money for a cause you know they don't want to help raise money for. I hope I explained that right. I saw it on YouTube and I thought it was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there's that. I think that's ever. Oh, I knew there was something. That reminds me. Did I ever tell you about the time Jimmy Kimmel stayed the night at my house? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, we were going to do that bit, but Ursula's eating. Let me see if you can hear me. Hold on. Shh. I don't want to scare her. Maybe it's not that funny. <laughs> she makes so much noise. All right, so next, okay, here's the part. This, it's going to be in the background. This is a two-part show, but I didn't know where to cut it. So it's a one-part show with the always entertaining John Roberts. And then we had an after show, which we haven't done in a while. When John left, we decided to fire up the mics again. Are you done, Ursula? By the way, is it true that someone on Facebook said that Ursula was ugly? It is true. I really wonder what type... Now, either the person's joking, and then it's a whole other conversation, but what type of person would say that about a dog? I mean, if you say it behind... I get it. You don't say, One time I was at this place where, you know where the SPCA, they have dogs out in the park, and you can go over and pet them? Right? You know what I'm talking about? They'll bring the dogs to the park? No, the SPCA will set up, like, cages with dogs, and the, right. the object is to try to adopt them. Right. And I heard a woman say, oh, that dog's ugly. Now, if someone whispered it, I wouldn't care. They go, don't get that. But said it out loud. And I was like, you're ugly. I wanted her to hear it, but she didn't. In hindsight, it's better I didn't. You can't combat that type of... Well, you don't say that. That's a bad energy. Tell a dog it's ugly. Who would say that on Facebook? I want to find out who it is and not be mean to her, but I want to have her on the podcast. You know, I've said that a few times about people and I've never done it because I, I don't have the desire to go, why would you do, do, do? I just want to get into the person's head that would say that about a dog that somebody else is. Like, who is she? Who is she? What does she do? Does it explain everything about her? Like if we went and found out who it was and interviewed people in her lives, would that come and explain everything about her? I think it would. I think the odds of finding out that that person was actually an elementary school teacher that's won several awards, you know, for, you know what I mean? Like just a, no, I don't know. That doesn't... It's one thing to think a dog is ugly. Yes. To take the effort to type it out and hit send. Right. That's the same woman at the park when they were trying to adopt the dogs. Look, if she walked away and went, oh, I feel bad, but that dog was blank. 
But to say it out loud so the dog can hear it. I don't care if the dog doesn't know what it means. The dog probably doesn't. Dogs know tones, and I guess it's not going to know. Telling the dog it's ugly. Who would call Ursa ugly? Plus, Ursula, you know, Ursula does say a lot because when you see Ursula, she looks grumpy, and so do a lot of people, but they're not. Her, once you know Ursula, she's just pure joy and love and just enjoys her food, enjoys when you pet her. She just soaks in life. Am I right? She does. When I see her out on my patio laying on every sofa every day, I like love it that she's using it. Every time she's laying there, she looks like she just got done doing something really hard. <laughs> this is the longest opening in the world. What's it at? Oh my God, it's at seven minutes. I'm going to have to make it a two-parter. <laughs> I'm serious. Because I can't voice memo more than seven minutes. All right. I'll be back with more of my opening. All righty, part two. Right, okay. This is a long opening. So next week, the thing is, I can't do the show. So this week was supposed to be a two-parter, but then I'm like, where do we cut it? It's hard to cut it somewhere. So next week, I'm going to do something that I've only done once before. Um, I'm going to let Tom Martin, Eric and Chris and Katie do the show without me. I think it'll be fun. Now, there was going to be no show. There was going to be no show. This was supposed to be a two-parter. So I want you to be nice to them. I want you to be, you know, I want you to be kind I, I'm very excited to see what they're going to do. And I'm not like these other podcasts who are afraid to have someone fill in for them. First time ever done. Maybe it's not. I wonder if it is. Has any podcast ever had someone fill in for them? Look, what, what do I want, credit? You're damn right I do. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. So I th- it's going to be very interesting to see what they do. So that's uh, next week. And... Um, what else can I say? Um, I hope you have a nice time with that thing you're doing today. And it's all good. I'm still thinking about Mr. Rogers. I'm changing my name to Mr. Rogers. Do you think that's crazy? I'm Mr. Rogers now. I'm not crazy. I've always been Mr. Rogers. Everybody knows that. (laughs) All right, I'm being overly silly. There's nothing wrong with it. And then, all right, there we go. I'm just talking away here. All right, so enjoy the show today with John Roberts, and then we have an after show with just Tom Martin, and then um, that's it. I know there's some, I feel like there's something else I want to say. Oh, yeah. So we have to have almost Dr. Kevin Sousa on again. I got a few emails, and the people that sent them, uh, just some really emails that I can't wait to talk to almost Dr. Kevin Sousa about. So we'll do one of those shows, too, like a Monday show. So uh, we'll definitely deal with some of those emails. Uh, And there you go. All right, everybody. Enjoy the show. Bye. Now entering... Nerdist.com. No, no, that's fine. Oh, man. I'm mean. Yes. What? Yes. I like it. No, that was good. (laughs) 
Can't stand when people breathe. Into Are we microphone. recording? Yeah. Oh, Why? What happened? Just um, nothing. I missed it. I was, <laughs> I was telling her. He goes, can I keep this pencil and paper? I go, yeah, but I like it neat. And then he takes the crack. I'm not that bad, though. But I, ugh, we're not playing this. Yeah, we are. What's it's this? recording. It has to go out. Where was that? <laughs> it was on the back of my chair. It fell on my back. So you just throw it at me? It made me almost play a bunch Is of this the... It's covered in his back sweater. Oh, I like Chris. Yeah. Chris, tries to, Chris tries to make it sound dramatic. He goes, you threw your sweater on my uh, chair and it fell. And then it fell behind my back, and I almost played sound effects unnecessarily. (laughs) 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 All right, listen. How do you start? Let's let's wait for. uh, Can you um, write John's name down on the uh, on a a with a black sharpie? Can you introduce us to our guest here? I don't. Oh, you don't know know Sam. This is Sam. Sam. uh, Hi, Sam. She works for Mark Marin. Yeah. But her name is Sam, and she's a beautiful being, and she does happen to work for... Is Mark nice to you? Because yeah. if he's no. not, you tell me, and I swear to God, <laughs> I will have a talk with him. Because, you know, he tricked me into doing something. It was very... So tasteless. I'm really... What? Well, I'm, I'm, for what he tricked me into saying, I'm paying, I'm paying the price for it. I know, but nobody loves pussy as much as you do. Well, that's what I'm trying to get, the, get across. Yeah. I mean, you know, it is true. They wouldn't tweet it if it wasn't true. Well, it's a cold opening. No one likes pussy more than me, and that's the truth. Todd the Pussy Man, that's what he is. He's here to get all the pussy he can. Be it early morning, late afternoon. Or at midnight, it's never too soon to want to eat it, to want to please it, to please want to do it wrong. Oh, oh, Todd will be your, be your manly man. Todd will be the one you give it up to. Oh, yeah. He's a pussy man. Todd's a pussy man. <laughs> That's proof. It's so silly. Do you know? Do you know if you knew the amount of time I? By the way, we'll do our normal opening when John gets here, but I uh, like the cold opening. You know, mm-hmm. I thought that was appropriate. Who sent that in? Patrick. Patrick. Thank you, Patrick. You know, Patrick, I listened to it last name? week. We don't know his last name, but Patrick knows who he is. Patrick. 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 It's the Patrick that sent us the song. Yes. Did they say your last name? No, but they... Who the fuck they're talking about me? I sent that pussy song in. <laughs> That's fucking me, baby. Oh, my God. I'm not going to look at it negatively. Oh, they didn't say my last name. Who cares? They play my song. God, I'm happy. One problem. We got two pussy songs from two guys named Patrick, and they're almost identical. Wait, that is true. I didn't notice that. <laughs> So let me go nice and slow, as I always say. I'm going to have my hot cup of coffee, and it's always nice. Ah, I drank it before you could play that. I know what you were going to play. I saw you in my periphery. <laughs> but I'll do it again. It makes me laugh. I'll do it again so you can play it. Ah, I like it. I go slow now. I'm like Regis and Kelly Ripa. 
They take their coffee. They do that on national television. Of course I owe it to these podcast listeners to go slow. <laughs> He's a pussy man. Todd's a pussy man. If you knew how much I thought about this whole thing, like I, there's many nights where I want to retweet it, but I don't want it to be my thing. Here's the reason I don't want it to be the thing for anybody that misunderstands it. It's like, let's say I'm walking. I know this is me way thinking it too much. I'm walking to the airport, right? And somebody goes, pussy, right? Well, somebody else listening go, ooh, what's he known for? They don't know it's ironic. Like, is that guy like some. Four families at the airport. What? Four families at the airport. Yeah, it's just like. Did you... Oh, yeah, peace. Like, there's a mom and a dad with their kids. Pussy! You know? Well, I love this comedy. But... Um. There you go. You got to be careful when because it's hard to hear you. We're going to figure out something. No, no, stop. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, today with us, Tom Martin. Thank you. Thank you. Also today visiting us, the always loving, the always caring. Do you prefer Sam or Samantha? Sam. How about for Sam, we do more of a polite clap. Ladies and gentlemen, Sam. Love you. It's going to be a fun show today. And then Tom Martin. I said Tom Martin's here. Eric's here. Sam's here. Katie's here. And, of course, the always charming Chris Burden. Hi, Todd. Hi. Right. <laughs> By the way, last week on the show, I did a PSA. I tried to do it after we played that adorable kid singing a Mr. Rogers song. And I said, stop texting. I meant driving and texting. I think I most people that. figured that yeah. out, but because they have those PSAs out there, that this is a more powerful one. It was less powerful because you forgot that bit of information, but it could have been more powerful. Tom, what you look great. Thank you. That's what you do when people. I'm you, sorry, you, I criticized you. your bit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, hold on. Just I got to go. Somebody sent me in something. It's a Rodney Dangerfield game. I'm going to put it up on the Facebook page. And we're going to try to maybe play it or if he can send it to us. But it's, uh, it's where you do your best impersonation of Rodney Dangerfield. And you go around. I don't know the intricacies of the game yet, but I like it. So let's definitely put this up on Facebook. And then we'll try playing it. And then we'll talk about it next week on the show. We'll talk about it on the show. Um, all right. We're going to, Tom, you know the way it is. Just give me a little time and then I'll get to you. There it is right up there. I'll tell you, i got no respect at all. Are you kidding me? I used to do Rodney in my, in my school, but I'd change it to like, make it fit me. I would take his jokes. I'll t- I go, oh, my mom, she's a horrible cook. At our house, we pray after we eat. I change it from wife to mom. No, I'm not kidding around. My mom's a horrible cook. The other day, we caught, her, we caught a fly, and this is a true story, fixing a screen door. So it was bad. Um, you know sometimes when they, the protesters, uh, the, the, when they're very, 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 they're not just protesting um, something that they believe, whether you agree with it or not, but the hateful protesters. In this situation, it was God hate fags. Protesters, you know, they hold up the signs. And, yeah, they came to Santa Monica recently. Yeah. I thought this was brilliant. A, a gentleman by the name of, can you read that for me? Eric something? Eric, um, no. It says his name right there. Like, in, it's little. It says your name no, twice. No, come here, I'll show you. <laughs> Epic Jason. 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 His last name. It doesn't say. Hold it on. says Jason Beats. That, then that's his name, Jason Beats. Jason Beats Winthrop at something. That's not his oh, name. Oh, that's his. Uh, okay. Oh, maybe we shouldn't be giving out his uh, full, full <laughs> name. <laughs> so anyway, 
Uh, so anyway, he, he did some. Chris, remember, if you're talking, they, they can't hear. <laughs> I, well, I know, but you just hear it in the background. It's, it's, um, do you know what I'm talking about? Like, you talk to him sometimes while we're talking and just hear it in the background, but you don't know what you're saying. Well, we're going to get you a mic. Believe me. It's on my list. Of <laughs> it's on my list of things to do. But by listening to the show last week, I realized I would hear him in the background. Now, sometimes I ask you a question. That's primarily when you need a mic because you are right. Don't think I'm delusional on that one. I picture you and Eric driving home together. Todd doesn't. I do. I get it. We ask you to read something. There's many times. Is this a bit? They don't, got, I mean, is this no. a, on, or this is real? No, no, no. No, the rot. Oh, no, no. Well, it's real that he needs a mic because a lot of times I'll ask him to read something. Right. And then, you know, you can't hear him. I'm asking him. But that's but now I'm talking about like sometimes we'll be talking and he just okay. has a. But he from wants, the outside looking, this is hilarious. And you guys should do this for about a year more before you get him a mic. Oh, I like it. <laughs> oh, you mean this element? Well, I don't want to get him. I want to get him a mic led to a PA. So it sounds like there's a producer in the room. You oh, know what okay, I mean? Like right. on the show, they go, you know, they always go to like Baba Booey over the. Yeah, Howard, uh, we have them on the line and they're, they're, they want to go on the air. You know, something like right, that. It could be your mic. It could be. Well, then it makes noise. Um, okay, so we're going to do the Rodney game, and then, um, and then, so that that's that. And uh, who who is this Rodney game from? Mike. Mike. What's his last name? Does he put it on there? He didn't put it on there. Well, Mike, there you go. Well, I got it, and I emailed him, so we got that. Hmm. And then. Um, you were, you know, before the show, you were saying about uh, Habitat for Humanity. You go down there, like when you help, when you help, not you go down there, like when <laughs> yeah, they need help, when there. they need help in uh, where they need help in Mardi Gras or not Mardi Gras. Oh Jesus, shut up! Where did where Mardi Gras? New Orleans. New Orleans. Like when they need when people go down there and they help, like rebuild homes and right. they people they give. You know, I thought I would go down there and help, but like if they needed like a foreman. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, there's or that. someone to explain where to plant the trees. Yeah, like I go, I hey, put that over there. You yeah. know, maybe I show up in a nice pickup truck with a nice pair of work boots on. Obviously, I'm not getting that dirty. Um, hold on, hold on. I'm not going. I am going so slow today. Those two things. Can I borrow your magic marker? John Roberts is our guest today. Tom's here, so we're going to rip through some stuff before he gets here. Stop texting. I did that. I figured out if Ursula, all she, people always go, hey, Ursula, and they want to talk to her, the dog. Uh, all she wants to know, I tell people, she's just hungry. That's all she wants is more food. She wants people food specifically. She wants people food specifically. Like whenever they go, oh, hello, how you doing today? I'm hungry. I want more food. And if she could talk, she'd go, you know what I'd like once in my life? And I know it's gross. She would say, I want to eat till I can vomit. Because as a dog, we don't give her that opportunity. But I figure she sees us doing it. She goes, yeah, I see you and your friends smoking pot and you eat till you're so you're sick, and I know in the morning you're sick, but I want, I want to do that once in a while. I know it's not healthy, but obviously feel good when you're doing it, so let me be a part of it one night. She wants to. She says, let me one night be a part of eating till I'm sick, and maybe I won't want to do it again. So that's that. <laughs> yeah, they probably won't. Yeah, I mean, if they well, had more chances to really gorge themselves, they'd get it out of their system, and then they wouldn't do it, just like people. A, that's a good point. Yeah. That is a good point. Eric, okay, there's that. Email Andy. Call... Oh, I want to. I want to. I, I want to bring a little light to this really quickly. Somebody by the name of Andy emailed me actually just today, and he was saying about his mom. He's in a <clears throat> relationship with another man. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? 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 That doesn't add up. What? 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 On the Howard Stern show, isn't that his mom? They play all the time. Right. What? 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 Yeah. What? 
Cartman's mom, right? Um, no, no, on Howard Stern. Yeah, but it was from oh, is that, South I thought Park, that, I thought. Oh, I didn't know that. Maybe it is. I don't know. Oh. It's all right. I got excited. Whenever I see Chris leaning in towards the board, I'm thinking, oh, I get a little music. All righty. Oh, we're doing good. Best thing I ever did. I, I'm looking at this today. Okay, here we go. So he said that his mom in the beginning of the relationship would reference. I just want to bring clarity to this because it really, I think, will set you, will let you know exactly where I am in the comfortability in the relationship that, that I have. It is hard for me to say, you know, uh, boyfriend. <laughs> Chris was ready. How would he be so ready? Almost too soon. He was he, so well, on top of yeah, it. And by the way, I, for what that's worth for the listener, I swear to you, that's not. I, that's what I'm thinking. How the fuck would he know to play that so soon? <laughs> um. So, so he, he, his mom. He said his mom had the same problem. In the beginning, she would say, "Is your friend coming over?" Like with you know a silent boy, like the K and knife. He said, which was very funny. And then as she started to like him better and get to know him and love him. But I want you to know, and this sort of made me feel good. As much as I'm having trouble saying the word, the good thing about number one, in my house and in my life, it's just, uh, it's just, is Chris coming right. for Thanksgiving? So we're even past. Because you wouldn't say to my brother, is your wife coming? So he's Chris, which it means at my house we're very evolved. He's Chris, and he's been Chris for many years. Mm -hmm. um, but in, it, when I meet people, if I ever have to say it, that's when it's hard for me, when I'm on the podcast. But I'm getting there. Right. But I just thought, well, I'm getting there. I don't want people to think that I'm doing it in my private life with people that I know and that I am. Even then I'm comfortable. Here's the thing. For the people in my private life that I, I wouldn't say boyfriend, I would just say his name. Mm -hmm. For the outward, when you have to reference it like on a show like that, no, there I'm not there yet. But, you know. This is a small version of that but i think it's applicable when i was engaged to heidi my current wife gross i know play the music for him say it again <laughs> when i was engaged to heidi my wife <laughs> i couldn't say the word fiance because it just sounded stupid to me but i mean i know I don't, i'm not comparing no, the no, sociological differences between that but i had trouble with the word fiance it just i didn't like the word mm -hmm. so i would just say my future wife or my girlfriend who yeah. you know I'm, yeah i know some other people that have said that it's a little it's just, it's just a whatever. weird word yeah fiance yeah mm. do you often still refer to her as your current wife i do oh, okay. yes i i like to be <laughs> very <laughs> very clear about um <laughs> i dropped my pen on the floor all right so um here's what we're going to talk about now this is the most interesting thing and we're going to um Smart. I, remind me to play this. This kid is brilliant, and we'll play it, and we'll talk about it, and then a video, What If God Vanished? Those are the last two things we'll play. Andy, we talked about you. Um, I was in the mail about a while ago. I got a, a video, uh, Mr. Rogers and me. I'm, I'm going double slow today. Every time I listen to the show, I get caught up on words. I say things. Last week I said... Something, it was like so flipping it. I flip so many words, so I'm trying to go nice and slow, especially when I'm talking about somebody's uh, work that they did. Mr. Rogers and me. When I found out it was sent to me by, um, by Benjamin Wagner, and I know that along this journey, his brother Chris came. I hope that's who he references. Um, and it was so inspiring. So I get the video, and at first I thought he was just a, a listener that sent in this uh, documentary. And that was very nice. But then I found out, oh, no, um, um, Benjamin himself sent it in. 
And look, I want you to go get it. It's called Mr. Rogers and Me, but I'm going to give you – we're going to play a few sound bites from it, and it was so inspiring. Um, it was about the, – the, I guess – yeah, I can say this part. It still won't ruin it if you get it. it he ended up realizing uh, – you know, it's funny. You see something, and it touches you, but then when you go to retell it, you, you can have a lot of little details wrong, even though it's so inspired you and it was so good. And my paranoia goes someone if, – if Benjamin himself heard the show right now, he'd go, like, oh, you really liked it? You're getting some of the details wrong. But I think that happens. It's natural, especially for me. One summer, he lived somewhere where Mr. Rogers had a house. So Mr. Rogers ended up knocking on his door, and he realized Mr. Rogers is my neighbor. And he goes on to tell a story about after Mr. Rogers died, why he thought, you know, what is he doing with his life? And he went around and interviewed a lot of people that messed Mr. Rogers and had to work with Mr. Rogers. And it was crazy inspiring. And um, it made me do two things. One... I don't know why, but I'm going to say this because I'll feel better. Look, I, I like, I've said it a million times, crass comedy. I did a joke the other night at the uh, set list, and it, it involved the N-word. The joke was that what if there was a spiritual racist? I didn't like it when I got home and I thought about it. I thought, eh, it, it, I don't mind. Anything can be funny, but I grow home and I thought I didn't like it. And by the way, I'm no, I don't have anybody breathing down my neck to apologize. And you know what's funny when comedians apologize? First of all, they rarely do. They're only, a lot of comedians just complain that, oh, they, no one should have to apologize. People should have to apologize. And when you apologize for something genuinely, the next time when you go, no, I stand my ground, it makes you look like you just don't always, like in a relationship. You have to be wrong sometimes. You know, my dad once said something to me I thought was really interesting. He goes, you know, even if you are right all the time, may pretend you're wrong sometimes. It looks good for you. When somebody goes in the arsenal of every time they got in an argument with you and they go, wait, he's known him 20 years, never been wrong. Hmm. But if they can go, wait, you apologize there, you apologize there, he has the ability to apologize. He might be just defending himself now because he's legitimately defending himself, not because he has a history of never – I don't apologize like it was the worst thing in the world. I did. And I, I apologize like I did. It's not the end of the world, but I can still look at the joke and go, that wasn't funnier than it was racist. Yeah. That's the way I felt. And also I thought about the thing, hey, look, it's food for thought. This is what was running through my mind. I, got, I get it. I'm not Mr. Rogers. I can be crass in a different way and still be – a decent person in this world i can still be inspired by him and you know he's not gonna you know tweet pussy tweets <laughs> i can do that and still be a good soul and not make anyone breathe hard while i'm here or you know what i mean make someone's life harder and then there's two other things i'm talking a lot no it's good um i went to the apple store with with chris and and uh they, i was opening up my headsets or opening up the the cover that goes on my and they and I noticed he didn't charge me for it, and I just you know I just left because you know I thought he did, and I gave him my card. I could have when they left said, oh, I thought he charged me. Nothing would have happened to me except morally I knew what I did, and I went back to the Apple Store, and I wasn't going to. I said I'm going to do it in the morning. When I got up in the morning, I wasn't. I said Todd, that's the one fucking thing you do. You might you're not going to be an angel the rest of your life, but do this. I went. It wasn't as easy as I thought it would be, believe it or not. But I said you know I realized it, and I just happened. I said I happened to be at the Grove because I didn't want to make a look. I drove back. Uh-huh. And at first they said, well, it's the guy who was like, I don't know. And then he goes, well, you can just get one off the shelf and I'll – and I did and I paid for it. And I felt better about myself for that. And yeah. then the other thing was, oh, the thing on Tosh that I did. Now, look, it, this, <laughs> <laughs> um, 
you know, and Tosh, the joke was I rationalized it because I thought in that joke, I'm the buffoon. Which joke is this? Uh, it's the bad prank show where there's okay. four black guys and I do every stereotypical black joke. But I thought it was okay. And it might still be. But at least I'm thinking about it. I'm just thinking about it. And that's okay. I'd rather overthink something and be on the right and do something right. So, um, and I'm like, you know, I go over there. You, what's, where's the Million Man March? Everything. And I thought, would I have done that bit? If it was, and I thought the joke it was okay because I'm the buffoon at the end of harassing. I hug them and go, "You're on my new prank show." Like they're gonna forgive me, you know. Right. If they if they were, you know, really if I was in a bad neighborhood and I was, you know, uh, you know. So I thought I'm the buffoon. I'm the guy that thinks I can be that racist and that hateful, and then let them know I'm, you're on my prank show. Like they're gonna, ah, you're funny, you know. No, I thought what I've done it the other way. If it was like, "Hey, you fags, yeah, you put you put over there. What are you doing? You blowing in? What the fuck, you faggots? You're all, and then." Go, ah, you're on my prank show. And I don't know. I don't know. The answer could be if somebody talked to me. You know, sometimes you What talk- if you softened it and it was instead of, hey, fags, it was like, hey, you guys going to decorate uh, this? So you're going to, you know, if you did more stereotypes instead of name calling, how would you have felt? That's a good question. Like, what are you guys decorating over there? You're going to go, I'll tell you why. Well, I don't know. But you know what? That's a, you just, I'm glad you said that because maybe the answer is I would, but at least I thought about it. Maybe the answer is I would. Maybe someone's going, no, Todd, that was legitimate satirization. You're the buffoon in it. That might be true. But I like that I gave it, that I thought about it. What if they were black homosexuals? How would you handle that? Well, then I would definitely do it. That's pure, that's comedy gold. All right, so here we go. This is, Tom. Yes? Help me. Okay. Why at this point during the show sometimes do I get overwhelmed? I don't know. Because from where I'm sitting, I just come in once in a while. You seem very professional and so it's all in your head that you're feeling overwhelmed because right. you seem fine. I love Tom. You know, a couple more years, it'll probably be really easy. Oh, I hope. Stand up. Stand up. You're right. Stand up. No, but good. speaking of stand up, I know what you mean about living in your head after you maybe offended somebody with a joke and you're not sure and then tossing it, turning and I go, oh, I wish I, the look on her face was, oh, I think I hurt her feelings. And, and I hate that feeling of doing a joke that kind of worked, but then you realize Somebody was very sad about that joke. Yeah, and by the way, it doesn't always mean that if somebody's sad, you did something wrong. There's times that somebody's sad and you have to go, look, I'm sorry you're sad, but I can defend that joke. But, you know, we said it. I was talking about it with Daniel Kino, and he said, look, the perfect situation is where every joke would fall right in the perfect line. It's funnier than it is mean. It's, 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 it was done right. But you're either going to underthink something or overthink it. It's never going to be perfect. I'd rather overthink it and be on the side of gentle and kind and decent. You know, because if I wouldn't have overthought some of my jokes about people's weight, I'd still be doing them. Right. Well, I think that's – you've arrived at that point. It takes, it takes a while to become Mr. Rogers, unless you're Mr. Rogers. Maybe it didn't take him a while. Well, I've said this before. I realized, hey, by the way, you know I love stand-up comedy, and I think there's so many great comedians and that I love, and I love being around comedians, and I think they're good people. Overall, I think they're decent, and, uh, but there's a lot of comedians that are bullies with a microphone, and just because you have a microphone and a brick wall behind you, that means if you went out to any school where there's a bully and you said, here's a mic, and throw a brick wall behind him, he goes, hey, he's not a bully anymore, he's a comedian. No, he's a bully with a microphone and a brick wall behind him, and I don't want to be that. Right. And, you, and so anyway, there's that. So anyway, here we go. So Mr. Rogers... Uh, there was a few things in here. Some were from him and some were from people he admired. But he said, I hope this means as much to you as it does. Uh, deep and simple is so much more essential than shallow and complex. 
I don't even know what that means well, yet. Well, I think that what that means is... But I like it. I yeah, like thinking Mr. about it. Mr. Rogers was able to connect on a very deep level with, with children who are not complex. Uh, but he was hitting the mark, and he was making a big impact. So, uh, yeah, I get, I get what he's saying. And, you know, there's a lot of superficial talk about things that uh, seem complex, but they don't really mean anything. They, they, so he was, he was hitting his – I'll give you an example. I believe he was a minister of some kind, mm-hmm. uh, but I never once heard him quote the Bible to any children. Uh, it's, so, it's funny you say that because somebody had their brother who was um, dying, and he said he uh, – somehow in the movie, which you'll see this, he talks to Mr. Rogers about it, and he says – you know, I feel like, is this what the world offers me? Is this, and instead of Mr. Rogers saying, you know, uh, everything happens for a reason, he goes, he, he, he had a lot of confusion about the world that he lives in. If it means he lives and his brother dies, and it just seems like, it, at, at simplest, it, he wanted to say it sucks. Mm-hmm. And Mr. Rogers goes, I can see why you would feel that way. So would I. Yeah. It's like not trying to over-explain it or, or tell him it's all a rhyme and a reason. It does. And I thought that was, and then, hold on, there's something else that he said. I hope this means as much to you. The, wor- the world's problems can easily be summed up in one sentence. Do you have that? The cause of all our personal problems. Pause. And all, nearly all the problems. Of the- this isn't Mr. Rogers, and with no due respect, I forget this gentleman's name. This is someone that Mr. Rogers thought the world of, and sometimes when Mr. Rogers was on his, when he was speaking, he referenced this guy, and this is the, the guy. The cause of all our personal problems, and all, nearly all the problems of the planet, can be summed up in a single sentence. Human life is very deep, and our dominant modern lifestyle is not. And Fred loved that. So, uh, what, can you repeat that? Um, Human life, so play it again. The cause of all our personal problems, and all, nearly all the problems of the planet, can be summed up in a single sentence. Human life is very deep, and our dominant modern lifestyle is not. And Fred loved that. Chris. You know what? Uh, That's how you lose a job. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I get what he's saying is that we, we, we're – people are very deep. All of us are. We have these deep experiences. But the society we're, we're living in, uh, we are conditioned to be very superficial, to be consumerism, to, to be worry how we look, what people think. So that's what we're bombarded with. And so it, and that it, doesn't go with what our chemistry is. No, that doesn't go with who we really are on a deeper level. You know what I take out of that? Because it, otherwise you get overwhelmed. Like, you know, look, I can't be Mother Teresa. But what it did do when Mr. Rogers also talked about something about, you know, it's all cliche stuff. But you hear someone say it from a different slant. Look, there's no doubt we've all heard that expression. Stop wanting to buy shit. That doesn't mean you can't want stuff in the ultimate you know, in probably the ultimate of spirituality, you wouldn't want that much. That's why, you know, if I said a million times, religious people are fight are causing themselves more harm than anybody. Uh, all they would have to do is be simpler. Churches would be so simple. And someone would go, why don't they make churches gold and beautiful and spend $10 million? And the person at the church would go, are you kidding me? Right. How would that look? Oh, we're spiritual. Of course we're not going to have $30 million churches. But they do. Yeah. So that's Did what. you see that Sarah Silverman tweet where she showed the picture of the Pope mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah. you know, quoted some biblical thing that said, get, sell all your riches and give them yeah. to the poor. That was powerful. Well, because you know what somebody would say? They would say to someone like, well, what about you, Todd? And by the way, they think I'd argue with them. I go, you're right. 
but I don't claim to have spoke to somebody upstairs because if I did, I would imagine my life. Hey, if I spoke to someone upstairs and had a relationship with this entity in the wherever it is, uh, would I still need housing? Yes. Would I maybe still need a car? Yes. But you'd be a simple person. And I haven't claimed to have that relationship. So that's why you can't say, Todd, you could have a smaller house. I don't claim to have that relationship. Yeah, if I walked around every day and I said, you know, I've had that relationship, and then I was off to buy a Mercedes, people would go, really? That's what you do after you speak to someone upstairs? You go buy a Mercedes? It was um, a typo. It's sell all your riches and give it to the Pope. Ah, yes. Now it makes perfect sense. So Sarah was wrong. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Rogers said anything, manage- anything mentionable is manageable. And that's what his big thing with little kids were. Any, everything that's mentionable is manageable. And what I loved about that was that's to me why we're, where we're at with all our problems. Because back when you go back 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, nothing was mentionable, including underwear. To me, that's silly. What but that boy does that dr- The unmentionables. What? Yeah. I we, thought you said under, you know what? No, I, oh, no, 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 no. I said unmentionables. You think I'm going to say that other word? It's unmentionable. <laughs> but, but that's the silly end of it, which, by the way, I don't know how silly that is. To me, that does point out, the, in a way, that points out, like I've said, all our problems. But I get the unmentionables. You really need Blake here to overreact. I know. <laughs> what don't you say? But anything mentionable is manageable. And that's the problem back then. If, you know, all the things were unmentionable, if your kids were on drugs or if you had, if, you know, like I said, if your wife was raped, the whole family didn't go to counseling to help mommy through it. It was just unmentionable. Everything was unmentionable. That's why youth today is dealing with all the shit that adults a long time ago ignored. I love that quote. And then I'm going to play this. This is the last thing about Mr. Rogers, and then we'll, we'll do with these other two things. Um, uh, Play when he got his Lifetime Achievement Award. I really liked that he, uh, what he said. And we'll do it, too, maybe. In 1997, Mr. Rogers received a Lifetime Achievement Award from the National Academy of Television Arts and Sciences. There, in an auditorium full of soap stars and talk show hosts, he did what he'd done so effectively for over 30 years. He encouraged us to slow down, to think a minute, and to be grateful. So many people have helped me to come to this night. Some of you are here. Some are far away. Some are even in heaven. All of us have special ones who have loved us into being. Would you just take, along with me, 10 seconds to think of the people who have helped you become who you are? Those who have cared about you and wanted what was best for you in life. Ten seconds of silence. I'll watch the time. Well, there we go. I did it when I heard the documentary, and I just did it now. So, I hope that you, uh, Mr. Rogers and me, I hope you get it, because it really, I laid in bed with Ursula. <laughs> she, uh, she, I was home, and I, I, I took my TV and put it into a cabinet. I haven't had it re, you know, them rehook it up to the cable yet, so I have no TV for like three months. That's how long it's been taking me to get it rehooked up. 
which has sort of been a good thing, even though I know I'm going to probably get it hooked up again, but it's been nice. I would have never gotten to this, maybe, because TV's easier to watch. I got in bed, I put Ursula in the bed, and then I laid there with Ursula, and I, uh, and I watched this, and I, and I uh, was inspired, and I cried, and I, it was great. Did, did he find anybody who had uh, anything but really good things to say about Mr. Rogers? I mean, out, out of curiosity, I can't imagine that. I mean, no one's perfect, so I wonder if there was any sort no. of... No, because, uh, you know, probably, you know, nobody said, I mean, I don't know. There's probably I mean, somebody. how could you? Yeah, really, you'd but... have to be insane. <laughs> it's not that he was a saint. It's right. that part of being a great human being is that you err. So the person that was judging him fairly wouldn't go, yeah, he lived next to Mr. Rogers and he got his trash cans out all right. weekend. You know, um, I would imagine that would be the only thing. But someone said, you know, when you met Mr. Rogers, you realized as a species how wonderful we can be. And uh, he also reminded me of – he said something about his mom said, whenever there's tragedy in the world and it's hard to deal with, to, to, to sort of help you through it, look for the helpers in these horrible times, that the people that are helping, and that might help you just, you know, be able to deal with it. But you know what I realize, and as you realize when watching this movie, is that Mr. Rogers, as silly as it sounds, had neighbors. So Mr. Rogers was somebody's neighbor during 9-11. Mr. Rogers was someone neighbor during the shootings at Columbine. Did I say that right? Uh, Mr. Rogers was, you know, everything that happened over the last years, he did have neighbors, and those people were privy to get him to be the one that they got to talk to the next day. That would be just really great, you know? Well, I could tell you, uh, watching it with my younger sibling, so I would watch it with my younger sister, then my younger brother, then my next younger sister, and then my own kids, and my second kid, and then I found myself one time watching it alone, and you realize all the way through that, yes, it's for kids, but you can get something out of it no matter what your age is. Yeah, especially as an adult, because you know what? I never watched it as a kid, and I know that might be like, what? All this, and you're... I, I watched it. Only I saw it, but I was never one to sit in front of the TV and watch it for long periods. It was when I was an adult, and I realized that you know he never says in all the things he talks about. He never says we need to go back, because if things were great back then, Mister Rogers wouldn't have been so frustrated back then. He was just as frustrated back then because all those problems existed back then. So it's not that's not our answers to our problems to go back. It's to go forward, and that's what he wanted to go forward. Right. It's always ahead of us. A better tomorrow, better, you know, everything's all, all, all things better ahead of us. That doesn't mean you don't have your memories. They're true things to hold on to. You know, remember the summer we went camping with the family? Remember, they're real memories. They're to memory. But don't just, you know, what do we say? Don't just romanticize because you're miserable in your life now. Don't blame youth today. It's all your shit. Hi, everybody. I'm Todd Glass. You know, I've been smoking camel cigarettes for about a month now, and I'll tell you, boy, do they... Like, after all that, I do an ad for camel. Like, wait a second. He learned fucking nothing. All righty. So, um, there's that. That was a lot. Um, I don't know if this is too... I want to lighten it up a little before John gets here. Um, Senator John Roberts? No, 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 no. Yeah, he's coming. Je- senator John Roberts. No, it's John Roberts. Uh, yeah, you told me to Google him, and I looked up. It's, he's a senator. He's he's a big, important man in our country. Oh, Tom, I really think you're 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 not. Just pay, show him some respect when he gets here. Well, that's what we're gonna do, Tom. Oh, wait, you have something over there. Oh, well, we're talking about El- Elvis. Oh yeah, go ahead. Yeah, maybe we should, here. Let's do this. Yeah, let's take a break, okay. but like a quick break. Uh huh. Sort of separate that. 
you know, give Mister Rogers the, 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 the what he needs, and we'll 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 play this, and uh, we'll come by right back with Tom Martin. We'll spend a little time with him, and then uh, John Roberts will be here. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other things, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that goal will serve to organize and measure the best of our energies and skills. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The Todd Glass Show on the Nerdist Network. We choose the Todd Glass Show over all podcasts because he is human. He likes pussy, and I like pussy too, and you know it. You read the books. Um, so we were talking about Elvis. Right. Yeah, the backstory on this is when we were up in uh, Arrowhead, and it was Blake, me, and you. It was late, and you started acting like Elvis, I think, and then Blake was uh, criticizing as if you were old Elvis and you were having a bad show, and then I would d- defend you. So you, you should be... Um, you you should play the role of the the uh, the critic of Elvis. Oh, the one who, the d- guy who's honest with Elvis. Yeah, you're honest with Elvis. I'm the Elvis hanger on. Oh yeah, you just kiss his ass. There's here's what it is. I'll I'll tell you the formula beforehand, and then we'll re re uh, revisit it. It's, okay. First, you defend Elvis against the 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 guy who's criticizing okay. justly. Then you suck up to Elvis, compliment Elvis for and then being I brilliant, and then you blame the guy for. Uh, for his accurate criticism okay, of Elvis. Okay, give it to me. What's it suck Okay, up? so it's defend, compliment, and blame. Defend. This is how the, the, the Elvis bit works, and I think it works for anybody that you're trying, any defend, sort of dysfunction. What's the other one? Uh, blame the okay, person. Go ahead. I love it. Okay, so... I start? So, for example, uh, you know, you say something critical about Elvis. Yeah. Elvis, I, you know... You know, I work for you and everything, but I want to be honest with you. I think last night when you, when you take that many pills... You know, you really affects your show. Elvis. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hold up there. If, if Elvis, if Elvis wants to cry out for his mama during Hound Dog, maybe that's what the song needed. Did you ever stop and think about that, Elvis? I, I think that was a bold, bold performance last night when you did that. Well, I'm just saying. Wait, I got confused. <laughs> no, no, he did it right. I think. I, no, oh, then I should blame you again that afterwards. Right. And say, uh, plus, who gave him those pills in the first place? <laughs> so, so what we've done is full circle. Deny his accusation, compliment and suck up to Elvis, then yeah. legitimize his complaint. Let me try it. Let me try it. Okay, I'm Elvis. Okay. Or, or, I'm the complainer. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, El- Elvis, uh, three, three people were injured last night. When oh, you... I'm not Elvis. I'm the guy that's... Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm but the I'm ass kisser. Okay. Okay, you're Elvis. Elvis, three people were injured last night when you took out your 38 special and fired into the uh, lights on the stage. Uh, so if I, Elvis I should bring a gun out. On listen stage. up here, Bobby. If Elvis is a seasoned professional, if he wants to pull out his gun on stage, he does it because he's a professional and he knows what he's doing. He knows what's safe and what isn't safe. Elvis knows. Yeah. <laughs> Elvis, I thought that was great last night. Plus, I think sometimes you're right. The audience gets tired of hearing a song in the middle. You pull out that gun and make people forget about their own problems. And I'll tell you what, maybe Elvis, maybe he wouldn't be pulling his gun out on stage if you get that goddamn lighting right sometimes, Bobby. He wouldn't be have to go shoot and stuff. That's exactly right. You, you, that you nailed it. Yeah, yeah. So you deny. Do it again. Let me do it again. Okay. Let me do it again. You're Elvis. I'm I'm the I'm the uh, yeah, you're the by voice the way, of reason. You're the guy. You're the voice of reason. Yeah, you love Elvis. You're by I'm the, the guy way, going to get fired too. You're going to get the fired way. only because you really do care right. about Elvis. Okay, right. go ahead. Right, uh, Elvis. Yesterday during uh, the show, during uh, now and never, I um, 
I noticed you started singing the alphabet, and I just didn't th- feel Bobby, like... Bobby, i got to interrupt you right now. When you're performing, as long as this guy's sitting over in this chair who pays our check, and let me tell you something, when's the last time one of our checks bounced? Never. Maybe you should be as respectful to him as his checks are to you. Yeah, I'm just, uh... Yeah. Now, let me tell you something, Elvis. Last night when you started doing that, I heard a lot of people last night say that was the most beautiful thing they'd ever seen. Well, thank you. Well, thank you very much. And I'm going to tell you something else, Bobby. Maybe if you cleaned that goddamn tour bus, Elvis wouldn't be freaked, stressed out of his goddamn hat, and doing shit like that. It's fun. I'm just trying to help. <laughs> Elvis, I want to tell you, I looked back at the footage last night, and there was two kids in the front row that were about nine years old. So Elvis is a seasoned professional. Maybe that's why he did that. Yeah, yeah I just saying I'm pointing out that he played now or never twice I'll last night. I'm just pointing out that maybe if you turn that reverb on like Elvis likes it, he wouldn't be stopping his show to do songs that that you perceive that that audience. I thought it was very good, Elvis. I think you're great. Well, thank you. Well, thank you. I don't know why I'm talking like this right now. Ass <laughs> <laughs> kissing is. It. People, people always had those jokes about Elvis, you know, like not the jokes, but the urban legends, like, the, you know, at the end, even when there was no one outside, they'd push him down in the limo because like, people all over Elvis. But really, there's nobody there. But then someone said something to me. When wasn't there anybody there? He was always famous. Yeah, yeah. Towards the end, he was at the Hilton. He had a, he just lived there. He'd do the shows. He'd go back up to his room. He actually did shoot a gun through uh, uh, his hotel wall. Hey, everybody thought that was crazy that he shot a TV. Uh, but then, you know, there's some shows I watch today, and I'd like to shoot a fucking TV. I can think of a, 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 one comedian in particular that I would like to uh, shoot, a, shoot, a, shoot a gun through the TV. If Todd Glass wants to shoot at the TV, the TV needs shooting. And Chris, if you'd be more attentive to Todd, he wouldn't feel like he's got to shoot a TV. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to sing a song right now. I love you. Uh-huh. All right, that's enough. <laughs> love me tender, love me true, love me long time. <laughs> I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> All right, you want to? Okay, how are we gonna? We're gonna go for a little break because I don't want to be doing it. There, we we're gonna we got good stuff coming up with John Roberts. What makes you cry, jo- uh, Tom? You're gonna get an answer to that. Everybody in this room, what makes them cry? Well, when Senator John Roberts gives one of his speeches. <laughs> I just start bawling. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Yeah. I like it. Hi, this is Tom Martin. You might remember me from my Ford dealership up in Rancho Cucamonga. <laughs> this season, okay. Um, close it up. I'll fade that out. Pause it out, baby. Pause that music out. Do you want to? Well, we could take a break. I, yeah, we'll play this when John gets here. It's this brilliant kid on YouTube. He's not just digesting stuff that his dad says. He's This kid's brilliant. We can learn. That's what you do. That's how you evolve as an adult. You have to learn when. You know, that's what happens. If you don't, if you don't reach a point in your age, if you don't get to an age where you realize... Well, you have something to learn from kids when they're little, but not advertently. You just you can learn how to you can learn the simple things that they're not trying to teach you. That's obvious. You can learn from kids when they're three. But I'm talking about when you literally learn from kids from the formulated opinions that are coming out of their head. You're you're done evolving unless you realize there's a day when your kids can teach you. Then you're done. You're fucking done. And by the way, that's a lot of that's a lot of people I know. Their parents, they're going home. They go off to college, or they don't go off to college. They go off to the workforce. They enlighten themselves. Sometimes that happens. I love when a child can come from a situation where 
their parents are not enlightened, but somehow it doesn't. It, by the way, it's not always college. It's many other ways. Kids come home and they're enlightened, and then they have to beg their parents. If only their parents were like, hey, our kids are enlightened. We can grow by listening to them. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Otherwise, you're fucking done. No, I, done. Th- I think sometimes when they're five years old or whatever, that, that maybe more often when they're that age, you can learn. Well, you mean in like, in a, like not because not there's the words that come out of their mouth, but like watching their, their, how simple they can be right. and how they yeah. – yeah. That reminds me of uh, the time I spent with Jaden Smith. I, I never learned so much in my life. <laughs> hmm. um, How do you come back from something like that? God, what does he think that's going to make us think about him? Well, every time he tells us this boring story, now he's under the table fiddling with wires. I don't get it. I mean, like, are we supposed to respect him more because he spent... Who did he say? I never put this much time into Who did he say? Jaden Smith. You know what to do? I don't even think he was hanging out. Turn turn his mic off. It's off. So he can't... So he just can't talk any... Just turn his mic off. He won't know. We'll come back. It's off. I turned it off as soon as he said that. So here's what we're going to do. We will. We'll take a break. Hey, Todd, that reminds me. I also have a story about Will Smith, if you want to hear it. He went, he got up to the fucking PA system. Well, my mic was turned off at the table, so I had to. I knew this mic would be on. I don't even think I know it's really sad. I don't even think he walked up. I wonder where the fuck he was going. He found an open mic over there. Katie, shut the PA mic off too. Okay, that's off now. Uh, We'll take a break. Our guest, we're we're here with Tom Martin. He's the. I cannot believe him. It's so. It's embarrassing. He's a person, man. We'll be right back. (laughs) He's a person, man. Todd's a person, man. He's a person, man. Todd's a person, man. He's a pussy man, Todd's a pussy man. Todd's a pussy man. That's what he is. He's here Jesus Christ. Holy shit. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. If you fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again. Hello? We're done. Hello? The Todd Glass Show launches August 12th. Hello? Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Hello? No, Listen, man, I really want to come on the, like, the podcast. Hello? I've got stuff to promote. It's funny later, trust me. <laughs> Never here, it's funny, but there, oh, at home, there, where they are, the audience. Hello? Again, um, if you don't want me to do the podcast, just, I don't know, let me know that. Do you want me to beg? John, it's Aaron. I'm the guy who can't come on the Todd Glass show. What do I fucking need to do? Uh, it's a very funny podcast, the Todd Glass Show. can be found at Nerdist.com. Please welcome Todd Glass. From the beautiful oh, it's exciting every week. I'm not even lying. What do I have to gain? It's fun. This is like a real show. The Todd Glass Show. Uh, I hope you like this. Look, the, we, we, we did something for you last minute. I hope it's not. I hope you like it. You know, I like to make everyone an intro. 
The guy who does these was a little bit of a drinker last night, I think. I like it. That's nice. What about for a ringtone for you? It's great. Would that be too obnoxious? Yeah. That's why I like it. Right. You know what? See, I like him already because he's oh right. I'm going to chart. If we put pictures of you up in slow motion, yeah. there's you. There's you when you were little. There's you walking on the beach with a dog you rescued. Yeah. John Roberts on the Todd Glass Show. Can't even make a sound. I just like pressing it. All right. Here we are. I like it's a long song. Wow, that's like great. Good job, Katie. Her mom is uh, going through some stuff tonight, so she's got to keep a constant uh, chat with her. Oh, God. okay. Wow. Way to bring it down. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So, I, so, um, so here's here's the deal. This is the part that's hard for me. Like whenever anybody's new, and I, you know, I get, yeah. like, I turn into like, hey, uh, welcome to the show, and I try to be. But so I'm gonna get Don't this out of the like way. That. I shouldn't be like no, that. That's me. Tom Martin over there. We Hi, all met Tom. off the air. Nice to meet so you. So I again. started watching. The show, uh, Bob's Burgers, because yeah. of Chris. He's like, you got to watch this. And I'm like, I fell in love with it the first night. And I know compliments. I think people like them, but they also feel weird. I just go, just take it. Yeah. Just, 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 okay. just if you have to look off into the distance, just take it. I'm going to cr- cross so, my eyes. So I, lo- <laughs> so I love, so I, we all do. Okay. We're very, we are, for the lack of a better way of saying it, big fans of that show. I love everything about it. It's just fucking, it's funny. It's, it's, uh, it's sentimental. It's just fucking great. And they do it great. And then he started uh, introducing me to a lot of your clips on YouTube. And the first night I watched it, now I was high. Yeah. But high doesn't make bad things good. High just makes something good. You see it even better. So when people go, were you high? I was like, yeah, if something's bad and you're high, you'll see how bad it is. Sure. So sure. I was high and it was, and I said this after watching one of those videos. Uh, I also like to go around YouTube and watch. Look, I love stand-up comedy, so I do not mean this as a negative thing. And I, there are a lot of stand-up comedians I respect. But when someone's doing it like 20 years and they're just the worst of the worst and you, you're in the car and you've got to listen to them on satellite because it's so bad you can't change it. And that's their choice. I, I, we watched a clip like that on YouTube, and then yours, we watched yours. And I went, that two-minute clip brought me more joy than certain comedians' whole career. No bullshit. Right. I was like, that is so fucking funny. And I just loved it. Stop. And then I watched them like 50 <laughs> times. Like every time he comes over, what do you want to do? We watch the same. Well, I watched the same one 30 times. And guess what? I'm not the only fucking one. So no, there I you know, go. Sure. And you, and you know God, you're like obsessed. I am. <laughs> but, I'll re- but I can go from obsessed to relaxed quickly. I like it. So here's my, <laughs> here's, I want to compliment you, too. Oh, my God. If it's okay. Hey, should I, should I pull my balls out or what? <laughs> okay. Nobody, like if you watch the characters you do, nobody else can do these characters. It's, it's like nobody it's else so is doing these. So fucking specific. And yeah, they're, that's it. They're so specific, and that's why they're so hilarious. It, it's, it's almost you watch it and go, this shouldn't be so damn hilarious, but it is. Thank yeah, you. I, uh, wow. The phone cord alone. Anyway, here's what you do when you make a compliment. You yeah, make okay. it, and you then you got to know when. Because at one point, then it's yeah. like, all right, that felt good if you'd stop now. <laughs> right. So we're going to stop yeah, now. It's like, I'm not that good, but I well, like now it. Let's I go like about the criticisms like we listed. Here's we some of the up. things we yeah. thought. <laughs> yeah, the crew. Here we go. Okay, I got to go. <laughs> um, so there's that, and there's that. I love the throwaway post its. It means I have one less thing to do. So where do we start? Um, Hmm. When you were nominated to the Supreme Court, <laughs> yes, you, what was that like? 
<laughs> well, you know, I went home and I uh, no, I uh, it's been great. By the way, at one point during the show, I'm gonna maybe go to this jar. We oh, we've gone to it a few times. Every time, I think they're 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 horrible but good questions. So we'll probably okay. go there. There's yeah. that. I like okay. to get everything okay. out of the way. Um, it's very organized here. I like I this. Know. You guys are. Do you okay? I'm gonna go with the cheesy one because we genuinely talked about this before the show. Okay. So I don't mind. We get serious. We get silly. We can do whatever. But it's 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 been asked a million times, but I still fucking like it. Yeah. What makes you cry? Oh, like you can go first. You can go first. I, we talked about us off the air. Was uh, uh, what, what was I saying? Oh, the uh, what was what, what did I say that just recently made me cry? For me, oh, it's the kid, pollen. The, oh, the, kid, the, kid, the, the letter, the yeah. letter. The, the, it's what pollen. Pollen. We're talking about more pollen. of a, an yeah. emotional cry. Tom. Oh, it makes me cry. Oh, I don't know. Um, the kid that wrote the letter that telling his dad that he no, was no, getting, his dad wrote a letter. I don't fucking care, Katie. I'm trying to fucking interview <laughs> right, a guest. Right. You come yeah. on here. You fucking show me disrespect in front of John Roberts. Okay. Okay. This is this is get, this is a little too much like home. What if you yeah. just hit through a real anger? Like you. Uh, that's the least I've ever committed to a character. Did you see that? I liked it. You could play an angry. Guy, oh, I could. I could. <laughs> scary. I used to go out for commercial auditions, and I didn't stop going because I thought I was above it. I just they made me have diarrhea all day long. Oh, they're the worst things in the world. I hate commercial auditions. Uh, terrible <sighs> at them to begin with. I never. I there must be a million auditions of me on camera just looking like an asshole, or you know. You have to not mind. Yeah. The truth is. You're right. You have to not mind looking like an asshole. And then, you know, I, I mind. I mind. I mind, too. Otherwise, yeah. My happens. brother doesn't get it sometimes. Yeah. He says, like, I get it. He sees some of the other things I do mm. that are so silly. So I told him once I went on an audition and I had to jump up and down at the, at the, at the Marada Inn, at the Ramada Inn. Ooh, uh, the, the, the Ramada Inn. Our beds yeah. are this soft. And then I jump at Holiday Inn bed. So, of course, we didn't have the bed. So you had to fake jump, you know, in the audition. I told my brother that. He goes... Well, why can't you do that? Look at like, and, and not being mean, he sees what I do in my act, and it's silly, and I run around. I go, I get it. I do sillier things than that, but there's something about that. He goes, I don't see why. So I said, well, let me, me pretend I'm, the, uh, I'm auditioning you, and I had him do it. And I really thought at one point he's going to be able to do it. He couldn't. He goes, couldn't. In, in 30 yeah. seconds, he goes, I yeah. see what you mean. How do you like that? He didn't like it. So the Ramada Inn, was this a audition in like 1975? Or? No. <laughs> I moved out here in 90, that? so it had to be 90, oh, okay. 92. Wow. Ramada, are they they're, yeah. they're Maybe I just, maybe it wasn't Ramada, but that's like, I, I knew remember was... the Ramada, I'm aging myself, but the Ramada Inn from like the 70s, I remember my mom would go there and like her post-divorce single period <laughs> the Ramada Inn she met her boyfriend there he played in a band <laughs> called Zorro and we named our dog after him Zorro he was a peekapoo and he would terrorize the family by attacking us viciously and ripping the skin off of our you know and the flesh would bleed and it was terrible and your mom went to the Ramada Inn like and to, met like, to her meet... boyfriend there yeah oh. he was in a band called Zorro and they, they, they did this picture like a band picture in the 70s and they all had like roughly tuxedos <laughs> And it was been like uh, camel toes and bell bottoms. Do you have pictures? Do you have pictures of any of this? Well, they're not together anymore. Not with you. So he oh. took all the pictures with him. Unfortunately, he sounds like an asshole. <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. I totally like. I love uh, the guy was, a minute ago. He was, yeah, he was part, part cool guy, part asshole. Yeah. He sounds like a fun guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so the uh, the commercial edition. So I stopped going on those. So anyway, that that was just my way of bragging to say to the listening audience that I'm so advanced in my career. Is that, that what I'm, makes you cry too? Because commercial. Oh yeah, you're right. So what makes me cry is well I don't want to talk about that because that's too hard to explain. Makes me cry. Oh yeah. Um, any any uh, 
you said something. Oh, like as simple as I'm going to steal Eric's. You ever watch that show? Uh, what would you do? Yeah. And then someone gets involved. Okay. Cry right on the right. Like, oh, fuck. Seeing someone get involved for somebody else. It's like, fuck, especially when it's an old lady you would presume to not be open-minded, but then she says the most brilliant thing. Right. Like, leave them. Who cares what they do? You're like, right. old doesn't have to mean you're a moron. It's not yeah. an excuse to be sexist or homophobic or racist. If that 80-year-old's doing it on TV, that means you could fucking do it, too. Sure, sure. Am I yelling at you? No, you're not. You're Are you not. swear to no. God? <laughs> you, know what made me, you know what made me cry? I got really uh, – there was a, a kid that had, uh, I think, cerebral palsy, and he was a wrestler, and this other kid wrestled him. I'm crying right now. <laughs> uh, that was it. Yeah, it was it was a beautiful thing. Shut up! I swear to God, it was it was. Mean, if I can dare you, fucking invite me on here, and then you fucking make me cry. <laughs> Fuck you! I thought you were gonna say the guy like let him win or something, or there was. Something. Oh, he did. He let him win. I left that part. Is that out. true? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Yeah. How did you know he let him win? Well, I guess, yeah. Well, he, he did. He Eric, did. you have to be disrespectful. We have a guest <laughs> yeah. in the studio. All right. Things are heating up fast. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Um, all right. So there's that. Um, oh, yeah. Katie? What? What, what makes, makes you, you cry? cry? Uh, there's a Five video seconds. on YouTube of Only the guests get all the Coco time. being told that her kitten died. And oh. it's the saddest thing in the world. Who the hell's Coco? Coco the gorilla. Oh, yeah. Coco the gorilla oh. being told like by sign language that her, her uh, kitten died. And she like starts sounding like sad. That's bad. And then they they you like hear her in her cage oh, like Jesus. throwing stuff. Oh. And then also she Christian Christian the lion being reunited. Have you guys seen that video? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's a good one. That's yeah. a good one. When he like yeah. remember. Oh my anything God. with animals. I can't. I like cry. Yeah. About it. Eric and I agreed on that. What do you cry about? You both took mine. You don't have anything else you cry about. You want John to give you one a whisper? That way you won't... And we'll edit that part out. Give him something just to cry about, if you mind. And make it seem real. I'll edit this part out, I swear. So, no, seriously, you can edit right here. So, seriously, what makes you cry? Um, I cry every time someone wins a car on Price <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes that makes me cry, if it's the right person. It's the right person, and they deserve it. My friend was on... Um, uh, Price is Right, and it was at the end of Bob Barker's career. And oh, he said yeah. they read you the riot act not to touch him. Like, not even in a he's holier-than-thou way. He'll, you'll, you know, well, you'll, he was just like, he was bones. He, he was, was he skin was and bones, bones yeah, by so. the end. It was like a skeleton with a microphone. Oh, he's still alive, though. He is. I think, is he? Yeah, no, he Spay is. and neuter But he dogs. had like a boner the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he was like totally, I was on that, I did a pilot on that very stage, <laughs> and I just thought of all the sexual harassment that must have happened backstage. Oh. And, you know, uh, you know I what? masturbated in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. In the prom closet. And it really turned thing. me on, Bob Here, Here's the thing about what you just said. Like, yeah. Even with, like, and by the way, I agree with you, so it seems like I'm not going to, but I am. Even with all that we have, there's not, I don't know any validity that that's true or not if there were a lot of very, like, legitimate women being sexually harassed. I, don't, I have no idea. Going into this, I have no fucking idea. If they say you want to make a judgment on him in front of a court of law, sure. I go, I can't fucking do it. But if somebody put a gun to my head, this is the expression, went, look, it's your life. But I, and I said, no, I need to have information to base my opinion on intelligence. They go, then you're going to get fucking shot. What? So you better fucking tell. Do you think he did it or didn't? Yeah, I go, mm, he probably did. Fuck is a pig. No, I'm just kidding. He's a great guy. You know what? He saved a lot of animals. So that's, you know uh, what? You know what? You know, do whatever you want, Bob Barker. 
Well, when people do the nice things for animals, you can yeah. be a mean. I guess kind of be. No, never excuse. I, I don't think. No, you can't do that. Wait a second. Are you messing with me? Yeah, I was hey. testing you. I was testing your moral fiber. Uh, no, I think, and honestly, I think it probably. No, you can love animals and have a good cause and still be a maybe a, a sexist. Of course. Yeah, of it, course. It, you it could. sucks that it has to be that way, but it is. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Katie, <laughs> Tom, what makes you cry? You have two kids, so well, you're. When in, you what talked makes you to, cry? when you talked about that, bitch. Uh, <laughs> what makes you cry, bitch? This thinking of things. Sorry. Um, though there was a similar thing where this guy uh, who was on the basketball team, but he was autistic, and they put him in the game when they were up by a lot, and they kept feeding him the ball, and he kept hitting three pointers. It's on YouTube. Oh, you're it was crying crazy. now. Look, his eyes are welting. <laughs> I mean, he hit like five three-pointers, uh, and he's the kind of guy who probably couldn't run a play, yeah. but he, he was like a savant at three-pointers, uh, and they carried wow. him off and everything, and it was, it's really a, a touching kind of thing. Yeah, that'll do it for that'll the, the In the sports area, I YouTube. By the way, I, I'm not – at first, I was embarrassed that I did this, but then somebody, Paul F. Tompkins, I think, brought legitimacy to it. Um, and I never realized I did it. But then I go, yeah, I guess you do that. I will uh, YouTube, while I'm on the treadmill, something sad. And something about it just get, <laughs> gets me feeling great. Like, oh, you cry when it, you work out. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. no one knows, so it's not like I'm a lunatic. Well, now but they I, know. If I'm on, yeah. Say that again. Now, now, they they know. Know. <laughs> now they know. So I'm on the treadmill. Not always. Sometimes I have music, and then sometimes I switch it over, maybe for 10 minutes. And it, it just, you know what it does? It lightens you because it, the obvious cliche, you realize none of the shit matters. And that sounds cliche, but in that moment, you're running, you're flooding your body with water, and then you're crying. It probably feels good for a reason. But, uh, when you walk through a storm, when the whole stadium sings it, you know, like in Liverpool, isn't that where they do it? Oh. When you'll never walk alone, you yeah. know that song. You'll ne- the, Jerry Lewis sings it at the end of each telephone. Right. Yes. That'll do I've it. I've seen him sing that. Yeah. That kills you. That yes. Kills you? Especially yeah, yeah, yeah. if they sing that sing that song and played slow down footage of people walking. <laughs> That'll fucking put me yeah. right over the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm talking about anybody in slow motion after they're dead, and it just shows them walking their dog. Oh, so what do you do? What's, what happens after that moment that you cry? Like, do you all of a sudden get happy again? Like, yeah! Like, you try to do something to well, stop yourself. Well, I go back to my life. Uh, no, is that... Did I... Am I okay. I go, back to, I go back to my life, you know, of yeah. not being in the headspace that I was. Okay. And then I realize... Look, taken out, of, taken out of context, this could sound horrible. Oh, so you watch other people that are suffering so you'll feel better? No, I, because so I, so I, the only thing you can do in, a name, in the name of a lot of people that suffer is while you're here, not be miserable, is to enjoy your life. To show that's, sure. That shows sure. respect to the people that don't have the ability to maybe enjoy sure. that. So, sure. so that's what I'm saying. By watching that right. makes me realize they have problems, and then I go back to my life. I, click out, I come out of my headspace, and I have a better day. Because I'm lighter, because I, I, I shed some of the bullshit. Yeah. And then I need to re-remind myself two days later. It doesn't last. I wish it lasted the whole week. But in that moment, you're like, what the fuck? It doesn't matter. I'm yeah, going to go get my way. windows tinted, and I'm stressing yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to get my windows tinted on my car, and the guy couldn't take my... Who gives a fuck? We're shit a like rock. that. We're floating in space. Thank you. We're in a rock, floating in space. You know, that this makes sh- me cry. That makes you cry, yeah. I don't know. You're a bunch of <laughs> pussies. What if I completely twisted on you? I got a bunch of pussies working here. <laughs> the only person interested in sports is Katie. I got a bunch limp dick fucking idiots. Except for John. That's right. I um, don't have a penis. <laughs> That's how I get into character. 
<laughs> Did you grow up listening to Mr. Rogers? I asked for a reason. Well, li- or watching. Watching. watching, watching he had a radio Ro- show. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Rogers had watching a radio show. Mr. Rogers. Oh, uh, I did. We, yeah. we said the nicest thing. Somebody... I love Mr. Rogers. You know, there's a lot of memes of Mr. Rogers now on Facebook, and it's always like, what a great man. It's true. I'm, it's, you know what? What a great dead man. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm, all the greats, the dead. You know, I'm glad that you uh, said it because uh, we just gave him the – I thought, like, you know, someone gave this documentary called Mr. Rogers and Me, and yeah, it was yeah, yeah. unbelievably just inspiring and heartbreaking and great. Everything about it, every emotion, and then we could have asked you and you could have been like, you know, I was never a fan. I'd be like, ooh. Oh, and I like come on. It. What's not to love? It's Mr. You know, Rogers. I know somebody who goes, ah – he mol- you know, like uh, it's somebody in Philadelphia. Well, you know, it's one well, idiot. Philadelphia. Why am I kidding? with this <laughs> one idiot in Philadelphia? I mean, come on. Yeah, who doesn't? No, no, no. I guess this says it better. I don't think there's that many people. Some people go, ah, you know, whatever. I think most people like Mister Rogers, but I don't think there's that many people that realize really how brilliant he was. They always oh, a kid show, mm. but he all the world's problems would pretty much be answered if we lived by just some of what he said. I mean, he got it years ago. That's yeah. why. And I didn't realize that when I was little. I just watched the show and sort of mocked it. And we've talk- I've talked about this before. Plus, he stays on the shot for 30 seconds, whereas most kids' shows, they like, they're designed to give a kid ADD. And yeah. he would just like zoom in on the thing and explain it and let the kid sort of soak it in. And even as an adult, it's kind of refreshing to go, ah, oh, you don't have to cut to another camera angle every one and a half seconds. Wow. When, uh, <laughs> yeah. But there would be that creepy train part, though. There was parts of it that were a little surreal and creepy. And he always had construction paper, which I never had. So it made me feel like a, a little less than. I would always pull out like a piece of white paper and I'd be all frayed on the side. And I just, I was like, who has construction paper in their kitchen? And like with scissors and glue. He had like all these. Yeah, he had good crafts. Yeah, he had a lot. You know, he the stuff that goes through a, a kid's head is so yeah. funny. Like, you, and that you can remember that. Like, that was that. I used to say the same thing. Everyone loved the Three Stooges, and I hate Three whatever they're called. The Stooges. I just thought they were mean to each other, and I could not enjoy. Well, it. Do you know that they were? I, I'm saying this because somebody told me this, and I just like to repeat what people tell me. But uh, they they were maybe physically abused by their father, and that's why their humor was so physical. Is that true? I get. I, I don't know. That's what I heard. But <laughs> no, yeah. I, well, the three I, of them, but weren't they just actors? It's not like they were no, brothers. They were brothers in real life. Yeah, yeah. Curly Howard, yeah. Mo Howard, and Shemp Howard. I had no idea were they were brothers. Larry You're an Fine, You're a fucking not. idiot, Todd. <laughs> read a fucking book, bless. <laughs> huh? You know, I never wrote, read yeah. a book in my whole life. Right. I'm not proud of the it. The last book I read was like Judy Bloom. Judy Bloom's book on how to get started in comedy. Yes. Wait, you read that book? My mom gave it to me. There was some chapter about how did she give it to you? Come on, just are you fucking there? Do a God, it's bit. me, Margaret. I think it was like that's like the when you start to masturbate book. And, and how old were you when your mom? Uh, he gave has it like to wet you? dreams. There's a character that has wet dreams, and I I don't think I ever had a wet dream. Can I tell you? I think I had one my entire life. Yeah. And I to that point, I just never even knew what a wet dream meant. And I, I'm not kidding. I was, everyone said it was like wet dream. I yeah, was over it's like thirty. A big thing, but it never happened. Yeah, for the amount of t- it's the amount it's talked about as a teenager, you would think yeah. it happens all the time. But yeah, like I had one my whole life. Did you yeah. only have one? Yeah, yeah but I By think the way, maybe if you're masturbating regularly, well, <laughs> you're not going to have a wet dream. <laughs> no one's going to tell. But no I don't even yeah. know if I remember. But look, I'm. You might think Todd, of course, but I'm going to bare my soul here a little and make sure we're all on the same page. I never knew a wet dream. I, by the way. It's been a long time, but I, it was over 30. I, I was over 30 when I had it. Wow. Um, it's when you 
come in your sleep, right? Right, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. God. <laughs> I swear to God, I was so nervous. Yeah, yeah and that happened once, and I, I woke up. Oh, I don't know. Like, before that, like I thought it was wake pee up in and your sleep. Oh, you pee in your sleep. Yeah, well, wet I dream. I definitely do that still. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what bring, turns the guys on, you know? Yeah. <laughs> they all love that. Yeah, they love that. Um, but, Radiant, yeah, I had that so happen once. Yellow you, showers <laughs> over there. Huh? <laughs> Have you ever had that happen? Well, uh, a wet dream? Peed the bed? No, the other thing. Oh, the wet dream. No, I never, I never had one. No, Katie, have you? It's just constantly masturbating too every much. Night. The, every, I, night. every night. Yeah. <laughs> have you? Of course. Oh. Well, the answer is no. Then I you don't, don't remember. <laughs> he had some wet dreams. Yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah. no, wouldn't it, you would remember yeah. though, wouldn't you? you? W- well, you wake yeah. up, you'd be like, "Oh, my penis is like Elmer's glue to my underwear." Because <laughs> <laughs> I think by the time you would wake up, it would be right. There would be evidence. Yeah, something would be there. <laughs> Look, uh, before we get crazy silly, we're getting silly. You know, this is always fun. Play the bong hits. I always like to say Ooh, the most yeah. intelligent thing and then play a bong hit. It started when I'm going to give you a little backstory here. Um, I hadn't smoked out of a bong in a long time, but in the last six months I have been, and it's just a sound that makes you feel like you're in college again. Now I smoke pot all the time, but the bong hit, you know. So I realized when when you get the bong, you don't really want to. Yeah, usually have something to say. So you hold the bong because everyone has your. You don't realize you're doing it. it. Everyone's got all eyes on you. Then you say what you have to say, and then you take the bong hit. So even if it's poetic or legitimate, the bong hit sort of delegitimizes it. So like, um, I'll try to think of something new that I haven't said. Like, uh, maybe I'll just have to repeat something. But if something <laughs> halfway intelligent comes out of your mouth, okay. You know, like when I was moving into this neighborhood, yeah. um, they asked me. They said, "Well, you know, a lot of the ethnic groups are moving out of realtor." And I'm like, "How the fuck do you know who I am and why I would care? You know, I don't really care if someone next to me takes care of their lawn. That's all I care about." Is that? Maybe that wasn't a, that was a oh, good no. one. I thought you were gonna then talk with like small, and oh, the other no. thing, another thing. Oh yeah, yeah. fuck it. Oh yeah, you're yeah, right. Yeah, no, no. like you need the after with the. Yeah, smoke. that totally. Yeah. Oh, that you know what you brought a good, good, uh, a good uh, another level to that game. But yeah. now I got to think of a good one. You know, and then <laughs> like blow out the smoke, laugh and cough. Yeah, more philosophical. Yeah. Um, well, you know, <laughs> it, you shouldn't wait for your ship to come in. You should row out and meet it seriously. <laughs> Really, only way you're, I can't do that. I know that sound you're talking about. You it's know the, it. you know oh, it. it's like silly week. What's up? And I if, can't do it. And if you, and if you got a problem with it, then fuck you. That was kind of good. Can you do one, Tom? I'm good uh, at voiceovers. Uh oh. I saw this guy, and uh, he he was driving a Ferrari, and he was just trying to look all rich, and it was superficial. I kept thinking, you know, the greater the outer show, the more the inward poverty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no one gives a shit. (laughs) You know why? Because he was quoting that other thing, and then when it got to what he had to add, it was like, nobody really gives a shit. It doesn't sound like you put a lot of thought into that. I don't know. Look, I get. I'm gonna say like I'm a little bit lost right now, but you seem nice. Um, I, there's this. There's two things. What do, are you religious? There's this thing, and I don't know. I think it's fuck make, no. Okay. Well, okay. Here's the deal. I want to play it. We're living in a matrix, man. <laughs> what? What is this, evidence? Many people don't believe in God. No, no, God. no, that. Oh, he said sorry. we're living in the Matrix. When it was... Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. That's all right. You don't have to be sorry for nothing. I'm fucking sorry. Good. I'm really sorry. Have you ever been on a podcast before? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fuck yeah. Hey, I've been on a lot of podcasts. Um, 
So we're going to play this, and then I am going to ask you to do what you, I asked you to do. I'm going to ask you to do, in the character of your mom, I'm going to maybe give you a little something to do. Sure. Maybe you could may pretend. It would be easier. It's like a, uh, who's, who's big do, would do a movie that would call you in? Um, Susan Sarandon. <laughs> 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 yeah. Susan Sarandon. No, that would be calling me in like, like Steven Spielberg, but someone even, you know, bigger today. Even right, though right, he's right. still pretty big. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. calling in. He wants you to do that character. In a, call me in. Yeah, he yeah. wants you to do that character. I'm, I'm already do, going with Steven Spielberg. Now Thank S- you, though. Spielberg wants me to do the mom character? Yeah, and he, wow. but he's given you a few scenarios. He just wants to see how you would do in it. And you're going to fucking, your manager, so your agent go, John. I know. I can't. I don't want to call him and tell him you don't want to do it. In this in this fake role playing, I'm going to have you be like the meanest person. John, I don't want you to tell me I'm a fucking idiot, but I'm not going to call over there and tell him you don't want to do it. So I would go in, and I would just do what he says. He loves you. That's that's the. We'll make pretend. Wait, like but I'm arguing with you. Like no, no, I'm no, not going to do it. Oh no, no. I was thinking like like if 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 you were saying like, I don't want to go in there and do that, but in this situation you'd be like, I do. Of course, yeah, of course, of course you would. You, you're going to yeah. do it for me in a minute. Yeah, so. I'm going to do it right now. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, you know what? Let's not do this thing about God. <laughs> or should we? Well, well it's this bailout. It's, it's what Say if God it. vanished? Well, well I, I'm, I'm what nine. What if God was one of us? What if God was one of us? Maybe I could have your mom sing in a karaoke song. Would you do that? If you, I don't think your viewer, if your viewers could take it. Oh, we would love your, it. Let your me tell listener, you something. Your listeners. If I'm loving it. I learned this a long time ago. I don't mean it in a cocky way. If I'm loving it, so is somebody else. And that's the audience I want. Yeah. And they, I'm sure they will because I'm loving it. I'm going to love it. I'll sing. That's you, sure. John I'll Roberts, right there. How do you that's like that? You want to take that home and frame it? I will. I will. Um, so, okay, so the God. Are you all right, Tom? I'm good. You're so calm. I know. Um, I'm the calm Tom. Okay, here's the thing. So it's what if God vanished? I'm 99% okay. sure it's pointing out the ridiculousness of... If what if God vanished? Right. But I'm not positive. Right. So we'll play it here under one condition. If it's not doing it for everybody in the room, you there's no uncomfortability to go. Eh, I don't want to act. You know when someone comes yeah. over to my house, you got to listen to my CD, and everyone's bored out of their goddamn mind, and you got to act like you're interested. That's not going to happen here. Look at right. Sam puffing the marijuana. <laughs> Someone's got a monkey on their back. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um. All right. So here it is. Okay. Here it is. Many people don't believe in God, but imagine for a moment what would happen if God just suddenly disappeared. What if we woke up one morning and God had decided to make himself simply vanish from sight? What kind of world would that be like? <laughs> Stupid. I know one thing. <laughs> we Christians would be the first to know. Oh, oops. Because Sorry. we can sense God's real presence within us. If God disappeared we would instantly feel a huge void in our hearts. We would be empty and hopeless and desperate inside, like atheists feel today. Like this morning? (laughs) If God disappeared, missionaries in Africa and New Orleans would have no reason to help out victims of malaria. Not to overstate it, but remember what I said. Look, I'm I'm the king of oversetting things up. I think it's pointing it out for the absurdity is, but it took me about a minute to figure it out. Unless I was deluding myself, but I think one minute in, and we're getting to this point now, where I started to go, oh, none of this would happen. That's the point. That, they're, that, that it points it out in a ridiculous way instead of fighting it, just saying it as a fact and then letting you hear how absurd it sounds. Do you understand? 
God yeah. is good, man. Okay, go ahead. Play a little AIDS more. AIDS and Hurricane God Katrina. Is good. There'd be no reason for people Spreading to collect money. Spreading the gospel money. to the sick and poor would be pointless, particularly if the missionaries couldn't personally benefit in the afterlife for having done so. Afterlife? Mm. If God it? disappeared, there would be no reason to pray. Success or failure in life would depend only on hard work and luck rather than on God's bestowing his grace upon us or choosing not to for some mysterious reason. Missing children might or might not be returned home safely whether we pray for them or not. And Thanksgiving would be just another dinner, although there wouldn't be any food with no God there to provide it. If God disappeared... Natural disasters would begin to strike at random. They pay no regard to the religious beliefs of the people whose lives they destroy. Okay, imagine. Maybe it's just me. To me, that's when I liked it. If if there was no God, then there would just be tornadoes all over and hurricanes. And that's when I went. Yeah, like there is. Notre Dame would lose sometimes if there was no God. (laughs) I didn't want to play that anyway. Chris Hardwick wants me to do religious shit on the show. Just be a good person. That's all. Oh, you're right. You know, how do you? What makes you? We're living in a computer matrix. Do you know this? I read this article. You can't slip in and give me a little bit like that. Then I get excited. We are. I just stick the tip in. No, we're doing. Uh, just kidding. We're we're uh, uh, we're living in a computer matrix. I read this uh, article, um, and um, there they, somehow scientists made a part of the universe with a computer, and then they were able to project what a supercomputer of the future would make. Uh, and it looks like our universe. There's some kind of a layer of uh, radioactive such and I don't. Where's know. this from? I got lost. I some. Look it up on the interweb, but... Don't uh, be rude. Don't be rude. Maybe that we are living, like, in a... That's why it explains why our, our, our planet is so, like, the perfect storm um, of existence, and there's no other life, and the possibility that there's uh, parallel are you pro- programs. Yes. It's like I'm a matrix. Lost. Like, we're really all You understand? Just, we're yes. really just bald okay. with, like, a metal rod coming out of our heads, but we think we're here, basically. Oh. And there's no, some I'm people. Kidding. Oh, we're not bald. We're not bald. <laughs> no. Well, but you do. Parts, but you definitely don't have a penis. By the way, <laughs> I understood at the end what you were talking about. Yeah. Now. yeah. Uh, so, do, do, do people think that could be true? I don't know. It's entertaining to think about. It's, yeah, it is it's, it's something. I like science. Science is. <laughs> Somebody hit that bong rip sound. I like. Science. I like science too. I had a great science teacher, Mr. McElroy. Wow. Anyway, I had a great principal, too. Showed me a lot of respect. My principal had such a good sense of humor. Whenever I walk around the hallways, he would always bow when I walked by. And he didn't do it for everybody. He was like, Mr. Glass, is everything okay? Is everything okay? I loved it. Now he's dead. Oh, or he's is dead. he? Oh, no, he's dead. Or is he? Or is he? Um, or is he? Well, come on out. <laughs> I want to have that. Uh, you know, there's... Nah, I don't want to. Why? Do you remember somebody when you were... Uh, 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 <laughs> Was uh, somebody when you were little that like you that really was not? It could have been a neighbor or a teacher, uh-huh. and it could have been from when you were ten. But maybe you remember you'd always go down there. Obviously, I'm listing things in my life to jog your memory, but these are mine. A neighbor or a teacher that you go, what I would love to uh, find out what they're doing to pay a service, sure. send a letter. Sure. Is there anybody like that in your life? David Christopher. Who's that? Uh, actually, I've been in touch with him on Facebook. Wait, who's David Christopher? He was my... Uh, you do a lot of fun voices. I, yeah, I, there's a lot going on. There's a lot going on. Uh, when I was a child... No, Is um, this true? 
high school time, I had two drama teachers. By the way, your eyes, your eyes, my eyes are crossed. Always say your eyes always say you're fibbing, but you seem genuine when it comes out of your mouth. Well, you have like it looks like very mischievous, mischievous very mischievous eyes. Uh, I don't know what that is. Yeah, I'm I'm an honest guy. (laughs) Well, you seem you know okay. So uh, I want to hear the story. So do I. Why do you look mad, Tom? Your eyes because he was getting right into it. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Go. Well, da- David Christopher was my acting teacher, and he put me into community theater, and uh, he he was uh, he was just a nice guy. I don't know. No, That's not really. Don't, you know what? He believed does. in me. You know what? In a time <laughs> when no one did finally sing it. Listen, Todd. Oh, sorry, that was a little flat. I liked it. Uh-huh. Oh, you know what? Don't get upset with yourself when you hit a flat. See, to when let you know, this one. is organized chaos. Don't right. get upset with yourself when you can't hit a note. Because otherwise, you'll be this girl from YouTube. By the way, I should feel bad for her, but she looks so angry. I don't, I don't like to not like a child. And I'm oh, going to go with at the end of it. I have to love her right. because she's angry because there's a misconnect inside. But at surface, I'm angry at this girl. She's so bitchy. But then I realize she probably has some trouble. But she can't hit the note. And you were upset because you couldn't hit the note. Oh. By the way, there's no parent yelling at her. Otherwise, right. this is the worst thing in the world. This is her right. s- placing this discipline am- amongst herself. She yeah, said, yeah. I'm sorry. She's to I'm herself. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Trust me. And to herself. Really right into it. All right. There's, okay. She's passionate. She's passionate. She's crazy. Listen, it gets worse. <laughs> she doesn't waste. Take a breath before you yeah, start no, singing. No, I think I've seen this. One. this yeah, she doesn't take a breath. Oh, she, I think that's some kind of a mental illness. Okay. Oh, All right. pause it. Okay, you're right. When you funny. can't see her, yeah, you think that by listening. That's why I would want to stop it too. But right. when I watched it, she just looks like. She just wants to sing so bad, and she thinks I. It's like when I play the piano. Every time sure, it's, a full, it's frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah, but um, you're right. There has to be a disconnect because here's what she's doing. I think I'm not kidding around. I know I can't play the piano, but I'm not kidding you. Every so often, I sit down and go, "Why can't I just get it one day?" And just like some people, so have you're these, a fucking idiot. Right? <laughs> no, just kidding. I, <laughs> well, you got to take a class. You know, that's how you learn how to do stuff. That's how she feels about yeah. singing because you just think and. You think, I'll get there. No, you're not going to get there. You never yeah. did get there. But you know what? I don't like to make fun of kids. Fuck. I'm not. Fuck what? You want to hear the rest of it? No, I really don't want to yeah. play it. Because at one point it gets, yeah. you're, you're, you're being honest. At one point you're like, oh, there's a disconnect there. Right? She's well, not just a spoiled brat. She's I like, there's a disconnect. There's a, an obsession with, it's like uh, when you color outside the lines, and then if you kept like trying to color, and it's, there's an obsession until you, you know, there's no logic in there. Like, yeah. it's, somebody needs to say, put it down and right, shut the fuck up. That obsession. <laughs> you're but go sit in your fucking room until I fucking get there. You're like a good, but yet you go, like at one point you're the best parent in the world. You go, listen, Tracy, Tracy, you can't, it's okay. Why don't you get a little rest? And you go to bed. Maybe in the morning you'll try again. Because you can't fucking sit there <laughs> getting mad at yourself when you've had no training whatsoever. So it doesn't matter if you keep trying. I could go downstairs and try to sculpt. And every time it doesn't turn out, I punch myself. But I wouldn't be wrong for not knowing how to sculpt. You're not wrong. You can't sing. It's an ability you don't have. You're a wonderful person. But you can't sing. 
So when I hear you upstairs going, ah, ah, I want to punch you in your fucking face. But I love you, and uh, I get it. Honey, honey, I got this. I got this. You don't fucking listen. What if we became like a really like abusive like two gay dads Whoa. where we just like have this poor little girl oh. that we scream at? I think this is a fun character. I have a, an idea for a show. Can you give me a little bouncing America music? America will fall in love with us. This, this, this. Vladimir Putin uses you guys as an example of why he's not going to let gay Russians marriage. be adopted. Yeah, this is- on, N- on NBC, you're going to love it. My two gay dads. They're going to have you laughing everywhere. Like that. Well, hey, they're a comedy team, but they really work for the cops. It's called Out in the Bout. That's right, each week they fight over who's the straight man. You're gonna love it. Out and about on NBC. <laughs> Andy Killer texted that to me. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. And he, wow, that was all you remembered all that. That's I remembered that text because it made me laugh so hard. He yeah. Goes, he always pictures me bad ideas. Especially right after I was on the Mark Maron show. And he yeah. would be like, hey, Todd, I have a great idea. But I, I love the character. Like, to me, it's the guy who's serious about it. That's what makes me laugh every time. Todd, you need to get the back to me. A-S-A-P. I have an idea, and it's the one I just said. There's yeah. two guys. They're, yeah. uh, you know, they're, they're, they're posing as a comedy team. But I love yeah. when he, you know, out and about. It seems like something they would have on TV, <laughs> a pile of shit like out that. Out and about. I got. Uh, uh, I was picking up my friend. I don't, this is, I'm sorry to take us away from the main. You're fine. You know, there's no. There's no path that way. We're is. never lost. I, okay. Uh, I was picking you up like my that? friend on Crescent Heights, and I had my car backed in a driveway that wasn't her driveway, but it was like a bigger building. You and fucked no, that shit. Nobody was coming out. Okay. Mm-hmm. I finger fucked her in the night. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thought he was in the early nineties. You know. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this asshole comes up, but he's got a baby strapped to him, his stomach, you know, and he says, do you live here? And I said, no, I'm just, you know, picking up my friend. This is like a sunny Sunday morning. I live with my friend, uh, and I'm picking up my friend. Uh, he says, uh, well, I live here, so maybe you need to go on her driveway. <laughs> like, really angry, but with this adorable baby on his, uh, so I, oh. I, thought, I thought that was, like, such a funny, weird, like, an angry guy with this adorable little baby on him. Yeah. And as soon as he walked away, uh... I said, why don't you go change your diapers, you cranky little bitch? And I peeled did, out and pulled out of the car. Did you really say that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I could. Yeah, there's something funny about, like, if you have a kid strapped to you, like, you can't really go yell at somebody. You got you to gotta realize what a weird energy yeah. for this being to be in between, like, you and some other yeah. person. No, it was like, a, literally, like, a two, like, it was weeks old, this baby. I don't know. You have babies? She's going to be like horrible memories. The baby didn't hear me say that. I just want everyone to know that. <laughs> you um, rolled up the window I first. said it in Chinese, and I rolled up the window and farted and peeled. That's what I meant by peeled out. But. And once I said this, this guy yeah. peeled out, uh, he peeled out at the, uh, like, he came peeling around the intersection. And, you know, actually, when he, the way he jammed on the brakes, it scared me a little. I was standing there at the red light. And this was probably 15 years ago, but I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went. Man, you're like, I was with somebody, because if I'm not with somebody, I can't do anything like this. If I'm with somebody, I can say something, because, you know, otherwise you're just a lunatic. At least now I'm with somebody trying to make them laugh. I go, seriously? I mean, that was really cool. He goes, fuck you. I go, I'm not even being sarcastic. Just, <laughs> like, you're something about it. You come around there. I go, it's yeah. like really cool. He knew. He couldn't. Yeah. But I love selling it as a positive, because he knew he's a jackass. Why, if, if, why, why did you think I'm being sarcastic? I sold that. I was the best actor I could be. Unless right. you knew you were an idiot, yeah. I could. You would have just said, "Thanks, dude." Yeah. You know you think it's cool, and you're mad that you don't want me to know. I know you think it's cool. You no, know. you know what you're you doing. Fucking you fucking know. It. <laughs>
You know. It's just you fight. Fight. You, you know. Yeah. All right, listen. Yeah. Would you fight a guy who's carrying a baby? I'd kick him right in the stomach Thank of the you. baby. Thank you. He the, could, I, yeah. he, you know he wasn't <laughs> going to wrestle you. <laughs> knock the so two you could out. just you could just jab just and move. Start punching the baby uh, <laughs> and run. <laughs> <laughs> I would never. I would never punch a baby. I did a spit take. I'm the baby puncher. I did a spit take. First of all, the the thing, um, the, the most coward guy in the world goes. I'll tell you what I'm going to do if that kid comes at me. I'm going to start punching that baby because yeah. unless he's an idiot, he's going to back away. But meanwhile, yeah. you know, I'll fucking just take one swing in that baby. I hate to do it, but I got my own life I gotta look at. I wouldn't punch the baby. I'd throw acid in its face. <laughs> you always have to go too far, John. I know. Alright, so here's what I'd like to do. I always... Okay. Okay. Uh, Serious. Isn't this a great song? Can you play that song? Sometimes I just like to play songs and listen to them. It's fun. Yeah. Try to pause it for one second. Listen to a minute of this song. And see if I'm, I'm not even joking around. If anybody knows what he meant by that, because I'm not sure what he means by this. What's the first minute of this song? Nah, thirty seconds. I can't tell you. <laughs> well, I hope that the friend you've thrown yourself with, he gets drunk and loses his job. Yeah. Wow, this is sad. Every road. That you travel on is dusty, rocky, and hard. Okay, do you know what he's saying? Um, he's talking about someone with clinical depression. <laughs> Seriously? I don't know. I Seems thought he like... meant his wife left him, and he hopes that uh, that the guy that you're with, uh, he gets drunk and loses his job. Like He just hopes something negative oh, happens. Oh, I missed that part of it. Yeah, and he goes, I hope that guy... Well, I don't, that's, how he, that's not how he said it. That's not yeah. what he said or how he said it, so I was completely no. off. No. Um, but anyway, the point is, and then he goes, and I hope the road... Oh, I need to hear it again, and I can tell you. Well, it was just what it said. I hope the road something. Can you play a little bit more? Well, no, never mind. No, I missed the part where he was referencing someone else. <laughs> Started I, just, I thought it was like a country music type song where a guy's talking about his own shitty life. Uh, I think he was. Do you guys watch Dallas? <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted. Uh, no, no uh, but how did they work? I am curious, actually. How did they work when he died? How did they work that into the plot? Oh, uh, they worked it. <laughs> well, it's sad because JR, you know, there's only one JR. That's true. Um, but now there's John Ross. Oh, is that who took his place? Well, That's no. his son, John oh. Ross. John Ross? But uh, Sue Ellen and uh, uh, some of the Knots Landing people. <laughs> I just watched Dynasty. I, I want that show yeah. to work. You know why? Even, I do, too. Uh, because, I don't know, I figure I like when people get like something in life they didn't expect. Like, God damn it. I thought that was the way my life was going to be. Now they have a successful show. And it's like, you know what else I, I feel that yeah. way about? Yeah. Um. It's an institution. Dennis. I don't know why. I, I don't know why I think that I have to say this so much if I didn't like her. But my point is, this commercial is so bad. It's not so bad. I never know what they're doing. I don't get it. I don't get the campaign. But yet, for the girl, I'm happy because she's probably a nice girl. She's making money on this commercial flow from. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Flow from the Alice? Insurance no. <laughs> commercial. Ad, yeah. Flow from oh. the insurance ads. You know what I'm talking about? Sure. So I'm happy. But I don't fucking get what, how, why that's working. But yet I want right. it to work for another 10 years for her. Sure. I don't sure. know her. But no. what I mean is I don't want to send the negative energy. She does her job. But why is that campaign – why do people love that? Is it, you might go, well, Todd, well, you're talking about it. The colors are good to begin with, and she's very likable and palatable. I'd invite her into my home. 
Yeah. And uh, I'd slip her a roofie and then <laughs> send her to the basement. Hey, listen. No, I, know, I mean, she's a good girl. People Somebody like put her. a roofie in my drink. So, why would you roofie? No, she's uh, uh, she's got kind of warm comic timing. I what, Do you agree? I think so. Well, no, I think she does. A, I don't understand. Like the, I guess it's the, that's the voice. I don't understand. Uh, maybe I didn't explain it. Like when she's pulling things off shelves, I never really get like what Todd, she's... Todd, are you saying you find her annoying, but you're happy no, for her? No, no, I don't find her annoying. Because I find her really annoying, oh, but, do. I don't, but I don't yeah. resent Can her. Can I tell you the truth? I guess... It reminds me of my friend Christina. Well, you have to make us feel bad. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sleep well unless I spend more time on this. Because here's what I'm trying to say, and if I'm, what I'm saying is honest, it will make sense. No, it's not even her acting or likability. Like I can agree with all that, and okay. I actually do. I see why. Like, that's why probably does everyone need insurance. <laughs> that's that, what it's about. That's, well, that's why it's got to be on a lot because people need insurance. <laughs> I think I, I. No, I really feel like I still want to explain it. So it's not her – I do – probably that's why I want uh, success for her in spite of what I will tell you in a second is because she does seem like – you know, I get the feeling there's a good vibe there. She seems like probably went out for a lot of commercial auditions, got this one. Yeah, now she was able to buy a home. I don't get – not her acting, not her likability. The concept of like yeah. they drive a, in their, you know, into a room. And I, I'm sorry. I should. Well, I hope that the friend you've thrown yourself with to get strong. Thank you, Chris. You know what she reminds me of? She reminds me of what my mom would think a funny person is. Is like she's sure. she's acting funny. She's moving. Tom, funny. you're Her on my tone. new prank show. That's John's sister. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, you didn't let me finish. It's uh, me. And my it's mom, him. that's Flo. It's me. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. Flo. And oh, my mom really loves. Like my mom is the greatest judge of comedy there is. So Your that's mom. what I was going to finish with. <laughs> it wasn't an insult. <laughs> it's the let me finish. You know that I love that joke. It, do you get bothered when your mom laughs? Oh my god! You're really like, oh, shut up. Uh, no, my my mom. Is, oh, yeah. <laughs> see, this is what I wonder about. At what she laughs at sometimes. But sure. Yeah, that you, crosses you out. You have parents <laughs> yeah. or grandparents that yeah. will give you advice for comedy or uh, bits you oh, should course, do, and it's yeah. the last thing in the world. Yeah, I wonder you yeah. doing your mother or a mother, yeah, if yeah. your mom would come up with ideas for you that you could work in that would be great. Of course. Yeah. Well, she just does the uh uh, uh, he's getting a routine right now. Oh, he's <laughs> writing it down. Look out. He's writing it down. Here it comes. And uh I say shut up. Oh. <laughs> But uh, do you have any family members that are jealous that you're not doing them? And you're like, hey, why don't you do me? What's your problem? Well, I did my my sister as a character for a little while, and uh, she would, her, and my mom would both kind of get real tipsy in the front row at the show, and afterwards they'd be like, that's my mom. Like my sister is like more like, uh, like oh, I wonder who that character was up there. I wonder who that was. And everyone was like, was that was that your sister or? Because it's still me in a wig, being, you know, being a dick. So, Put something up on here. I want to hear. I said you said uh, that you would do a, you know, if you feel it, you feel it, a karaoke song. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, you know, uh, well, let's pick. What do we have? Here? I think he can really sing. I got you the know, impression. It'll be great. Ah. It'll be great if there's like, you know, like when they have a character in a cartoon, but you go, well, that person obviously has to be able to carry a note or they couldn't can do I that. Can I sing this like James Ingram? No, I want it to be... Oh. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's more uh, Michael. Well, well, we can. Oh, that was like my, you're right. But that, that was, was like uh, who Michael? Um, yeah. Ain't no Everyone's money. doing him now. I can't. I can't do him anymore. It's right. over. It's done. I do impersonations. 
do ask what do you anybody. Do? What do you I do? don't do anybody. I, I mean, I could do like the obvious ones, but I can't do anybody like where someone goes, fuck, how does he do that? I do impersonations of other people's impersonations. Yeah. He does the whole Supreme Court. I do. Hey, how you doing? All right. Yeah. Hey, how you? How are you? How are you? Oh, you know what the sign? Uh, Bill Cosby. Rodney Dane. <laughs> oh, really? Uh, I told you I'm not good. You're bad. See, people say why you know the seven dirty words you can't say. You know, you can't say. <laughs> That's of course George. Carlin. That was Harvey Firestein. Well, that was George Carlin. <laughs> oh, you know, sorry. you get Harvey Firestein. It's like when you take the deepest voice in the world, like yeah. deep, get as tough as you can get, sure. and then just throw S's in it. <laughs> Listen, you know what I'm saying? All you do, you get as deep and yes. tough as you can, He's and then all of man. a sudden, He's a big bear, you, Harvey Firestein. Let me tell I you, could, I would just like doesn't even matter off. anymore. It's so ridiculous. I would love to just lay on his stomach all night long and just hear story, <laughs> hear story after story. I like to, like you know, and then just be like, I'll be right back, and then just bolt, just like run, run outside and get hit by a taxi. Well, like while I'm holding my bra. Oh, I just told everyone I wear a bra. Uh, I don't wear a bra. That's, uh, no, but then I love him. I did a, a scene from. Uh, uh, I think we've got torch a song. No, oh, say no. it. No, go. No, no, Let's sing a song. Let's sing a song. Enough. All right, here we go. Me, me, me. Oh, you really get ready. That's all that happens. I do. I get lost. <laughs> no one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. Here we go. Here we go. Where it began I can't begin to know it But then I know it's growing strong Is that right? (laughs) Was it the spring? And spring became the summer Who'd have believed you'd come so long, long Hands Touching hands Reaching out Touching me Touching you Sweet Caroline The times never seem so fucking good you guys, I've been inclined to believe they never would, but now I look at the night, and it don't seem so lonely, we fill it up with only two, me and you. And when I hurt, hurt ruins off my shoulders. How can I hurt when holding you? Oh, yeah. Warm. Touch and warm. Like when you swim and piss. Reaching out. Touching me. Come on, Todd. Touching you, sweet Caroline. Everybody, good times never seem so good. I just had a wet dream. I've been inclined <laughs> to believe they never would, 
nice round of applause, ladies and gentlemen. Right. Show, respect. Show a little respect. I knew he could sing. Thank you. I bet you could sing Danny Boy, actually, really. You think I, you could? I was all over the map. Sybil you know, Danny Boy is. Sybil on the microphone. DJ Sybil. You, you want to st- try doing Danny Boy? Sure. Try, like, you can, it, obviously. What yeah, about I, Suspicious Minds? You think you could do that? I, I'd have to hear Danny Boy. I don't know the verses. Oh, oh you know what? Let me do it for you. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Do <laughs> it. Most torturous thing in the world. No, no, no. You, to, uh, to not be able to sing and try to use your singing ability to try to figure out. Sometimes I can't sing. And, never mind. That was sorry. a non sequitur sentence. I'm so, uh, You're fine. No reason to be sorry. Oh, by the way, you don't have to do another one. But if you want to, there you head. go. That's you know what? That's I'm the guy who tries to be like you know. That's the I one I was going to pick my for you. My uncle's on Long Island right now. What? My uncle's on Long Island. What about him? I feel like that's where I am. But we used to do karaoke. Oh. Really? <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I wouldn't. I don't. I never did it, but I love doing it here. But I never was one to go to karaoke nights. But like, yeah, yeah. I like doing it here for some reason because no one's no, you don't have to do it in front of people. I used to go to Koreatown and the you can get your own room and the drinks. Yeah, they come in, they Friends. fuck you. Yeah, place I go to Thai massage karaoke. Yeah, they serve everything. You know they want to yeah. please everybody. We washer dryer, Thai massage, karaoke, ah. ping pong. <laughs> you know, at the Chinese, is this bit not right? <laughs> it's so right. No, but it it is true at the Chinese Getting buffet. Steamy in here. <laughs> at the Chinese buffet, they are a very Chinese agreement. Buffet. They're very agreement on like what goes in there. No one really puts up an argument. They're right, like, right, right. You want Jello in there? Yes. Uh, pieces <laughs> of pizza? Ah, I don't care. Like they would never serve it on the menu, but at the buffet they always feel the need to throw some weird. Where is this? Every buffet I've ever been to, a Chinese buffet. Really? My mom loves Chinese buffets. Where's I, I don't know where do you get a good Chinese buffet? Well, I'm from Philadelphia, but I think they have oh. them here too. Uh-huh. Don't they? Maybe it is. I a can back... call John Pinney. John Pinnett. John Pinnett. <laughs> it sounds like. <laughs> it... Wait, did I say it wrong? You know, no, you said it right, oh. but I hadn't. I had that locked and loaded, but I had the wrong name. Wait, John, are you <laughs> John? Yes. Are you serious? Have you yes. never heard of a Chinese buffet? Uh-oh, I feel like you've never heard of the Alamo. There's no oh, basement no, no, in the no, Alamo. Not, not like that. I'm okay. not one of those people. You know somebody who you just... fucking they... judge me? No. <laughs> Take me on your fucking show and you fucking oh, judge you me? think it's funny? Yeah, I'm fucking... fucking... <laughs> you fucking judge me? No, no, I wasn't... You, ju- you fucking judging me? I wasn't judging you. You fucking judging me. I, was... I think he was John... judging you. Hold on, you guys, you know what? You don't have to be back him up. I wasn't judging you. I'm just it's saying... my boy right here. You don't judge my friend. You don't need a boy. I'm just saying. I'm not. I was not judging you. You come on my Fuck show. Fuck him up. Throw acid in your fucking. Face. Punch him in the okay, baby. I think you're overreacting. I think the both of you are overreacting. I'm. I'm a gentle person. You guys don't need to be aggressive like this. You're gonna throw acid in my face? Are you shitting me? I'm gonna go sneak behind him and you push me. I'm gonna bend down and push him over. No, me. I wouldn't I do acid. Character. I would do uh, listerine. I'm afraid. <laughs> but the next time it's acid. That's how he is. I'm afraid ever since the acid splashing incidents. Those are real. Those are real. And not to be actually, well, not had, to be laughed at. No, no. I'm those being. Poor, I'm being yeah, oh. It's true. <laughs> I am being serious. But here's I'm the being problem. Serious. I am being serious. Here's the problem. But that put fear in me. Yeah. Um, look, I'm not, I'm not trying to say I'm Mother Teresa, but I watched right. something on Oprah where a woman was telling her story. <laughs> what? No, no. I'm not claiming to be Mother Teresa because I watched Oprah. No, the, the story, it comes further down where I connect the two. So, and one of these w- women that told her story about when she was homeless, she, she told the story of, she remembered like a sad day in her life when someone gave her money but didn't look at her. Just like they were eating right. lunch and they just handed the dollar off. Like, yeah. she goes, it wasn't anything they did and I'm not angry at them. It was just when I realized sure. I'm not even a human being anymore. 
Like, I'm pathetic and I'm begging. I'm not putting. And I, so ever since then, this all comes back to the acid splashing. I tried to think. I'm not, I swear I'm being honest. Like, if, someone get, if I give them a dollar and they want to shake my hand, shake their hand. You can go wash your hands. Fucking shake their hand. And hey, go I wash shake them. their hand, blow them. But <laughs> <laughs> I take it to the next guy, you know. So they're hungry and they need a little pleasure. We all do. That'd be the nicest thing you could no. do. You know, that's what they oh, should I do. do it. The Make a Wish Foundation for no, kids that are I, at that age go have nice hot women go suck these kids' dicks. Yes. <laughs> Seriously, well, kids, think about that. No, no you have is, a kid that's is, seventeen or eighteen, right? I did, and, and he's been through a lot of trauma. Yeah, it's and, not an. And, it's, and yeah. he, he doesn't want to go to Disneyland. Sure. Why can't hot models go suck his dick? And then, like, he's he's at the age where it's okay or right. eight, you know, whatever age they are. Yeah. And then that's the good thing they do. It's like a cause because they don't want to go to Disneyland. These kids, they don't want – they're at the age where, like, life's been hard with them. So if, picture if you're, like, this gorgeous hot model and you go, you blow these kids and they fucking make their day. Like, it's like the guy that got caught on the <laughs> It's a Small World ride. Maybe if somebody just blew him instead of that money, he would, that could have been the settlement. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And no, by the way, I'm not, not including women at that age. Women yeah. at that age want something different. It would be crass to say it the other way around to me. Right. Uh, for women that are 18, guys go and, like, hang out with them and have lunch. <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe they, uh, like, they, uh, they, over, they over plan the night or something. I don't know. I'm, that's sexist. It's just saying more of a... This is, yes. This is, yeah, no. At that age, you try Mary to do touches my daughter... Yeah. I don't even. Really, I love I the comedians. I love comedians that have that bit because the audience loves it. Let me tell you, they have a bit about you know, you touch my daughter. All right, great, you're a great dad. I'd like to see you around the house, in front of this audience. If you touch my daughter, I'll fucking kill you. The audience is like, oh, you're such a good dad. No, he's not. He just does that bit. I've seen him around his daughter. He's not even <laughs> yeah, nice. He to doesn't him. even but, clean the toilet. But what's nah. he saying? He's saying, I want my line to end with her. I don't want any more offspring. No yeah. one touches my daughter. Yeah. She's supposed to have no sex ever. Right. That's where that comes from. Yeah. Well, Does it make sense? No you sense might ever. see guys can be bad at all. I get there's some truth to it because of being a dad and knowing what your kids are capable, men are capable, or people. It's not men. I mean, it's people. Do that to people. But So maybe when you have your kid and you know you see some kid knocking on the door, and I get it. Are you but talking also, about my daughter now? Yeah, I fucked your daughter. <laughs> That's not nice. Do your kids <laughs> listen to this show? Yes. What? 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 Stop it. I'm serious. What? How for baby face over here? Yeah, found, found a youth face. I know I'm young looking. Um, so. We are. We go, We have the longest going for the closes. I like to this take is, my time. Yeah, did you I'm ever? Gonna, I'm did nauseous. You, did you have a good time? I it went by too fast. I don't want to leave. I feel like I'm going to have a really weird separation anxiety <laughs> and probably get into a car accident. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, don't you? Uh, can you play that? <laughs> Who sent this in? Do you know? Oh my god, this is my boyfriend. Who is it? How did you get this? How did you guys get this? Michael Gardner. Oh, who is Something that? This is my aunt. I used to like to play shit like this. I'm not even joking and tell people it was a family member and make them have to go. It's mean. It's too mean. I stopped doing it because you know what happens? People start going, oh yeah, I like you because they're kind. Because they're kind and they're gentle, and then you go, oh, I'm people kidding you. They like that? Oh, I had people that would lie. they go, yeah, what is it? They wouldn't, like, they would try to go, is it like opera? Does she do her version? Those people aren't your friends. They're using you. <laughs> what, the people that say? I think- Everyone. We all are. <laughs> Every- We're <laughs> all using you. So turn that off. Who sent that in? Michael Gardner? Um, it was good stuff, I Michael like Gardner. Like- that makes me happy. He's uh, 
going through some tough times right now. Michael oh, Gardner had both his legs amputated, and he sends oh, us songs. Oh my God! Yeah, hope, oh no, don't worry that's about all right it. There? No, no, no. That I just fine. joked about. No, like I'm that? just kidding. <laughs> oh God, I'm a vicious cunt. Wouldn't that be funny? I tell a really sad Ow. story. No, make all the jokes you want. He's got a great sense of humor. He loves the show. You're like, I know, but still. He's sitting at home with no legs singing a song, and I'm over here. Hey, it sounds horrible. Oh, God. Well, you try singing without legs. <laughs> and all, here's the biggest dick in the world. What's no legs have to do with your voice? <laughs> That's the biggest prick in the world, that guy. <laughs> He's got no legs but a big dick? The biggest dick in the world? <laughs> well, that, would, that could cause trouble. All right, here's what we're going to do. Okay. Uh, anybody have any sentiment, any words of wisdom? By the way, do you, would you, would you be Speaking hap- words, words of wisdom. wisdom. Can you put reverb in his voice, please? Speaking words of wisdom, let, let it be. Yeah. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show. See, that's a drop right there. I just tricked you into doing it for free. I want my the Todd Glass money. Show. I want my fucking money. Um... Good night. Uh, does anybody have any words? Why would, we, would you make, a, if right now they asked you to do a, a commencement speech at your college, or did you go to college? Uh, I went to um, American Academy of Dramatic Arts. Did you really? Yeah. If they asked you to make a, a commencement speech, would, would, you, would, that, would that make you go, fuck well, this? considering yeah, when I, the person I saw was uh, Vanessa Redgrave, to go from <laughs> Vanessa Redgrave to me would be you know definitely what? a real... Downgrade. I think you'd be surprised. Well, she but was I, crying because her friend just died, but she like did the whole thing while she cried. Really? It was great. And all like the actors were like trying to make really concerned faces. Wait, who was trying to make concerned faces? <laughs> all the actors in the audience because they would be on stage and everyone would be like, oh my God. Just really like, I would like, like, you know, the guys would like lean forward and like put like pull their hair back really fast or something or... Like put their hands together. Well, why did they all make the same it's acting basically, choice? Basically, I it was why I didn't act for ten it years. It seems like they all that. made the same acting choice. I, like I, if I, this is a great acting academy, it seems like you'd have someone laughing, someone crying, it. somebody. It's gross. All right, listen, all right, let's get the let's go. Yeah, we got. Oh, the wild card. Do. Ow! Ow! Oh my God, my butt! <laughs> all right, we're gonna okay, we're right. gonna we're gonna do this, and then uh, you have three here. Oh, I don't get it. Now, that. you could pick one of these three, or you can pick one off the pile. I ch- Here's the deal. I'm trying to make it more into a game because it's going right. to close out the show, so I'm right. over-making rules. Okay. Here's what I'm going to do. We have cards, and every one of these cards has a little question on them. I'm going to take Are one you card. Are from I'm gonna... Cash Cab? <laughs> <laughs> I would take that. I would like that job. I'd like any job. Anyway, <laughs> take that card. I'm going to put it there. I'm going to take this card and put it in here. I'm going to double these cards down. All these cards are right there. Now, you could either take one of these three cards... Or you could take. Do I this get one card of those here. cars out there? You no. do. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. Sorry. Get one of those cars. By the grab, way, I could grab. I have a question for you. Yeah. Can we take a, a wide shot of that? If we ask. We've asked a few guests this. Not everybody. And then we'll do this, and then we're right. done. Yes. It, it, keep in mind, this is the car you had to drive. Like, what car down there? You have to show up to places with it. You have to think, would, would I want to come it's, off this? It's w-? like your daily So it's not, it's not that you appreciate the car, but would keep it in a showroom and go, I love that car. This is the car you're fucking driving, and you have no choice. Which car would it be? First of all, where am I fucking driving this car? <laughs> Everywhere what you state? go. What uh, state? California. You're going to show up to a. You're going to show up to your job with okay, it. You're going to go to a restaurant, and they're going to if you have valet, and they're going to uh, uh, you know they're going to they're going to see you, and this is the car they perceive you. You drive around in it. I feel like Jay Leno right now. <laughs> hey, it's a 1922 Dusseldorf. What? Uh, My friend always says Jay Leno has all these exotic cars, so you see him going down the highway in a, like a tricycle. It's a 1932, Jay. 
I'm a fucking major douchebag, so I'm going to go for the bright yellow Challenger. <laughs> you know what? That's the best car. I love that car. Can it's I tell you what I said about car. the Challenger? It's one of my favorites. I picked it, and I said, yeah. but I keep it dirty. That way it's like it didn't look too yeah. like I tried too hard. And then somebody I'm said, you. you can't get it dirty. I go, you can't fucking add rules. You know what I mean? Once you find, if people hate you, find an easy one. They want you to struggle. And the minute you go, the yellow car, and I'd keep it dirty. You can't get it dirty. Well, you didn't say that up front. So I'm getting the yellow car, and I'm keeping it dirty. I could do a Porsche, too, the 928. Is that the 928 from I the 80s? Know. I know nothing about cars. Tom? Black. That's it. All right. All right, so pick a card. Here we go. Card. What do I do? There you go. Just read this. this oh, okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's it. This is really going downhill. No, it's, let me tell you something. Everything's fine, and I know. I listen to this show every week, <laughs> along with Tom Martin. What's a taboo you haven't tried but are curious about? That's yeah, ridiculous. Give me that. It sounds like it's going to be a very disturbing answer. Why don't you read that I nice one right over there? Disturbing answer. Yeah, rip that one up. I never want any guest to be able to tell us that filth that was in their head when they read that question. Whatever it was, I could imagine the disgusting shit we were going to have to hear. Why? I don't know. I know. You're on to me. No, no, the next What's one. your favorite raunchy movie? Nah, give me that one too. Well, fuck this whole game. I'm not even joking. Don't just don't even give it the honor of answering it. That someone made money. You know what they do? There's got 20 good ones What's in here. What's your favorite? You? Oh, that's fuck you. Definitely. Uh, fuck you. Not you. There you go. Do one more. And this one, I, I don't want people to think it's a bit. So if I don't like this one, I'll still you'll answer it. What extent have you gone to? Oh come on! When you, <laughs> seriously, that's bullshit. What extent? What when you fuck? had a crush on a celebrity? Nah, nah, that's gross. Nah, that's, you know I, what? I did get uh, a couple years for stalking. Um, Is this true? <laughs> I was put away a couple years for stalking. Um, Sarah Gilbert. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> right, this is right, the one, and then we'll say goodnight. You've uh, been a lot okay. of fun. By the way, how long can we stretch this out? Because every time it seems like I'm genuinely going, no, you've been fun. I have the voice of, now he's really going in for close. Okay, but watch. this is the one. Actually, we do have to go in for the close. What's his favorite fun dirty you. joke? Is that, do you want to answer I that one? I have one. Either do I. How do you, you know I, what? I, I this do, is not I, a dirty I I show. How do you know when you're, a, well, I, did I make it dirty? Was I, was I gross? No. What? No. How do you know when you're at a gay picnic, all the hot dogs taste like shit? <laughs> That's not really funny. There you go, Tom. There's your opener. Okay. I can use that in my hand. How do you know when you're at a gate? Okay, sorry. Bring in some. Uh, here's what we're going to do, ladies Send and gentlemen. In the clouds. We go. What's the most embarrassing lie you've told? Do you have that? Can I don't tell lies. In? Either do I. Ladies and gentlemen, what is this? What do you have here that you're playing right Who's now? Who's your most annoying relative? All of them. <gasps> oh, oh, God. <laughs> is it better to stay married for the kids? Ladies and gentlemen, by the way, I, I think I want this to be your ringtone. If you use this as your ringtone, if here's what I would do if I was rich, I would okay. say to people, right. if you use this as your ringtone, okay. every time it goes off, I'll give twenty thousand dollars to a charity. But you'd have to be in pub public places. Who's gonna be? This oh wait, now this wouldn't be embarrassing. The other song would have been. All right, that's it. Play it out. Play it out. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the show. Yeah. God bless everybody. God bless you, John. Oh, I always man. shake the hands. I'm very old school. Look me in the eye. <laughs> uh, thank you, Katie. Play it out. I love that song. Katie, hope everything's okay with Ma. Uh, <laughs> a clown, a clown. You guys are great. God bless you. Good night, everybody. We'll see you in a little bit. Sometimes I feel all good inside. 
Hi, how are you? Good. My phone number is 213. Not. What? Okay, I have to bleep that out. Well, no, I'm not there now, but yeah, this is. Um, it's the same person, but I'm somewhere else. <laughs> Okay, it's, yes, La Cienica Boulevard. Uh, um, Crusty? 90019. Sure, can you put some hold music on? (laughs) 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 You're asking her. Hold on, a little hold music. They don't have it, so we, we supply our own hold music. Do you have anything? Yes. Yes. Do they know it's Todd Glass? Do you know it's Todd Glass? (laughs) 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 I order from you guys all the time. They're out of fish. All right. No. Thank you anyway. Have a good night. Momo Sushi, ladies and gentlemen. Momo Sushi. (laughs) They're great. I complimented them a week ago. Oh, oh, sorry, ma'am. <laughs> All right, fade it out here, and then we're gonna refigure. Okay, wait a minute. They're can, you, can you mark this? Because I want this is where yeah. I want to fade out here, and we'll come back later when we're getting our yeah. food. When we're gonna order our food again, and this is the start of the after show this week. Uh, John Roberts was our guest. That was a lot of fun. This is the after the show. That's right. I wanted to do an after show this week, so um, that's what I do. It's fun. I got you here. Guess what we're going to do? I've known him for 25 years. I got Tom. My name is Tom. Tom Mark. I, got, I say you. <laughs> but for the listeners, that makes no sense right, either. Yeah, you're you. here and you're here. And now your host, Todd Glass. Oh. Why is that and now doing that? your host, Todd Glass. Okay. All right. I Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate it. You know, how his mind thinks. He knew somewhere there's that. He's like a music savant. He goes, doot, 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 doot. oh, and the Jimmy Kimmel thing. Todd Glass. He goes Chris's and finds dreams, it. Like if he scores his dreams and puts sound effects in <laughs> while he's sleeping. <laughs> he has like a dream about like, you know, whatever he has a dream about the music's right there. He's having a dream like, oh, remember Ferris Bueller? <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a silly dance. I love that music. That's going to be added to my silly dance collection. You don't know I have a new collection? Okay, listen. Let's take a break, and we're going to find a chance. This is going to be the late show. Now, by the way, nobody has to be here if they don't want to. That's the beautiful part about this. So nobody can you say, do. No, I want to be here. You have to be here. But I want to be here. Oh. Um, <laughs> hold on. Hold on one second. We'll go, we'll go to break with that. But I want to be here. Uh, but anybody else say, you're good, right? Yeah, I'm great. You're good. You're good. Katie, you're good? Okay. Because you have to. So um, we're going we're gonna to. I'm going to bring, you know, people have been, it's been a fan favorite. <laughs> I, take it, I take it from Preston. Um, uh, the Bouncer Booby song. I'm getting so many emails. That so was we'll, on Dr. Demento years ago. Was it? it yeah, well, I, I heard it in the 70s in, in like, Dr. Demento. I was I, alive in the 70s. I don't like to brag. 
I don't know why you have to date yourself so much. In the 70s, oh, were you aware of... I guess you would be aware of it in the late 70s. Oh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, uh, I heard this song... Uh, uh, it's, was it a woman singing? Yes, it? it was bounce your boobies, get into the swing, bounce your boobies. The swing is everything. It doesn't matter whether they're big or small. Just bounce your boobies. Oh, can you sing it? Give him the music. Uh, Put some reverb in Tom's oh voice. Oh, my God. I can't sing. This I is I the after show. Get, we're going to hear you sing. It's the way we're going to go Did to break. Did you set it up so I don't just sound like I know a shitty song? We just set it up. We okay, just, they just heard us up. talking about All it. Right. <laughs> Hold on. Pause it. So what we're going to do, we called one Chinese place. They're closed. Momo Sushi. I still like them. We're gonna. Tom's gonna take us to a little break. Then we're gonna find out the number of a place that does oh, deliver. I figured it out. What? Last week you said on the air that they called you up two hours after they delivered the food mm-hmm. and they had that credit to you. Yeah. They can't cover it tonight. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Now every time they're gonna have an excuse. Oh, we owe him. No, oh, we, uh, it's okay. too late. We're closed. Oh, yeah, we close at uh, uh, seven p.m. today. Momo Sushi, hi. Momo Sushi, how can I help you? This is Todd Glass? Yes, this is... Yeah, this is... Uh, this Todd is... Glass, you call now? Let one of us play you. Oh, okay, you be me. I'm Momo Sushi. I'm trying to do the voice, not a parody of... Okay, uh, right. I'm better I'll do than Todd that. Glass, not a parody. Okay. Hi, Todd Glass. Momo, <laughs> Momo Sushi. Yes, um, I'd like to order some sushi, and I'd like you to deliver it. I'm uh, Todd Glass. <laughs> hold on one second. Look up your account. Oh, yeah. we're out of sushi. <laughs> You're out of sushi. What are you talking about? How could you be out of sushi? You're a sushi restaurant. Out of sushi. Do you realize that I promoted your restaurant on my podcast? So I have to hang up on you. You're uh, hanging up on me? Yep, that's why I play the sound effect. Right. <laughs> so here, let's take a break. Let's do it so we don't have to do it later. Here we go. And uh, Tom will take us out. He'll sing a little bit of... Uh, no, really try. Okay, I'll try. You say you knew it. Uh, bounce your boobies. I don't know if it fits in exactly, but Tom, here you go. We'll be back. Reverb. Yeah, I think. No, 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 words? no words? Okay, no, I'll just come in. Just come in. Yeah. <laughs> Let's no try words? it again. Yeah, okay. okay. One, two, three, four. All right, I got it. Bounce your boobies, get into the swing. Bounce your boobies, the swing is everything. It doesn't matter whether they're big or small. Bounce your boobies and give it your all. That Start it over. I think you can do it again. Okay. Start it over. And I want you to sing closer to the mic. You're okay. fine. And more Tom, singing. I think singer? I... Singer? I think you're good at this. Oh, I'm a great singer, that's for sure. <laughs> okay, but you know when those pa- – by the way, here's my guess. Right. We're going to do it again, and you're going to get it better. The third time, you're going to know how to fill in those things to make it look like there's a band following you. I mean, you'd go, ba-doom, ba-doom, and then the band has a break, and then they start up again. All right, here and we go. And the fourth time, I'll be performing live. I think there's only two. Okay, okay. Here we go. From the beginning. Bounce your boobies, get into the swing. Bounce your boobies, the swing is everything. It doesn't matter whether they're big or small. Let me show you something. Hold on. I yeah, would you show me? But see, they got the music Play it from wrong. the beginning. No, shut up. <laughs> do it one more time. I'm not even joking. I can't no, come you up. you do it because I, I have it in no, my head at a different time. I don't have the words that you have, so I'm going to just show you how you, fi- you figure out when they're coming to that pause so you stop early. I also, I know, haven't heard the song in 28 years. Well, so. here we, Maybe 30. <laughs> Listen, you listened to the show. You heard it 10 times last week. Yeah, don't you bullshit said the words me. wrong. You had the music right, but the words well, wrong. Well, that's why I want you to do it because I have the, the, the pauses right, God, but the words wrong. God, if you were wrong. just one person. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you write it down. Todd well, sings it. I, I no, saw no, no. Freaky Friday. We could collide into each other. Play it again. I think I'll show you what I do. I think that pause is coming up. You boop a boop. You boop a boop. 
See, but I, I think it's a different part of the song. This is deeper into the song than I remember. You're right. I don't need... Give me a little bounce of boobies. <laughs> we'll be right back. You're listening to the Todd Glass Show, everybody. Tom, take us out. Bounce your boobies, kid. <laughs> this is the only time I've ever sang, ever. Someone else sing, for the love of God. So, Tom, yeah. that was beautiful singing. Thank you. I know. I, I went to a fancy singing school. <laughs> All right. Um, yes. We were talking about you. Flo- when, when, when okay. I- well, we were in Lake Tahoe, mm-hmm. and uh, I was correcting some of the spelling in your book. Um, I was upstairs flossing because I don't like particles in my teeth before I go to bed. And you walked in while I was flossing, and you had this look like, I can't believe he's fucking flossing. But you didn't say anything. I noticed you were being polite. Well, you and said. You, turned, you walked out of the room, and I was thinking, oh, Todd doesn't like me flossing. Well, here, let me, before I get to the part that I think makes me look not like I'm a lunatic, um, you did say that. Uh, were you afraid? Oh, I, you I was, said, were, were you afraid you, that particles were flying out? No, you out didn't of my say mouth. particles. I didn't say you particles. You said mono- m- molecules. Molecules. <laughs> and I said if there were molecules, you wouldn't be flossing because you don't need floss to pull molecules out. It's food. Now, yes. is it big food? No. Just so I can – it's teeny little – But you know what struck me as funny is sl- that you didn't say anything then, well, but I knew that, was, that I was bothering I'll, you because you were being so damn polite, but I'll I could see. I'll get to the part why I do it that way. Okay. Uh, I'll get to the part why I do it the way I did it. Maybe not as good as I thought, though, but it's good to learn. So anyway – Seriously, if you were, if it was molecules, you wouldn't be flossing it. It's teeny little. This is a joke, sort of from my act. This part just here, it's teeny little, ridiculous little pieces of food. But there's pieces of food, and if you had a box of those and you said, "Hey, do you mind if I throw some around your carpeting?" I'd go, well, "I'd rather you not, even though I won't see them and they're going to get vacuumed." But I'd so I'd rather have no roast beef particles in my rugs at all, zero, as opposed to one point one 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 one. I know it's. A, I'd rather have none. Todd, I got news for you. I was just acting. I had no string there, and I was doing some acting work. Well, that, That's how good I am. That is not. That's just your mean person. <laughs> Why are you trying so, to fool me so that you were saying that? But you knew that I would know that it was bothering you. Here's what I know. Also, you have to be a reasonable adult, unless you have a you know a serious problem. It's something that bothers me when someone flosses, but a lot of times I don't. But there want was to... someone in the bathroom. I know that's why I leave. Because it's not my job. Oh, don't do that. So I try to hide that it bothers me because I realize most people do that. All right. Well, now that we're being honest, I want you to know that I brought a box of food particles. I sprinkled them <laughs> all over your place up there. <laughs> hey, but by he the way. <laughs> um, right. uh... Todd Blanks. Oh, don't think you escaped anything, motherfuckers. We're going to talk about this song. I missed the first line. I'm going to listen. Well, I hope that the friend you've thrown yourself with okay. he gets drunk and loses his job. Oh, friend you throw yourself with. Every road that you travel on is dusty, rocky, and hard. <coughs> wishing you still will. Couldn't make you love me. Pause it. You- now do you understand what's going yes, on? Yes, yes. He says, I hope who you throw yourself with, that guy, that fuck, I hope he gets drunk and loses his job. Right. That's, and he's already got it. causes you suffering. He's very detailed in what he says. I hope he, not just I hope, he just, I hope he gets drunk, loses his job, gets it back again, then loses it again. 
Hmm. I didn't hear that part of it, but mm. no, I'm saying that's how he's very specific and right. how he should. Right. And then he says, "And uh, I hope every road is what dusty and rocky and hard. Rocky and hard. Right. It's not that bad of a thing to wish on somebody." But if you true, if he truly loved her, Todd, wouldn't he just say, "I hope you found you find true love because you deserve it, and I hope I find love also." Well, sure, if you're evolved. No, no. You think he should wish her ill will? I don't think she was doing him right. Yeah, you may be right. Otherwise, why would he have written the song? Fall fall if the curtain should fall, and I hope that it falls on you. That's not nice. This guy's a dick. Right. He's just compl- You know what it's like when people think they can just complain, and it's a song like. Sweet, sweet. You just complain. I remember my, my uncle. My uncle was uh, a lunatic. And he always thought he was like, he, I remember just hearing him. He'd be upstairs when he, he would stay with us sometimes because he you know, lost his job and he had to live with us. He'd be Is like, this- you know it hurts. I just remember I used to write down some of the stuff he said and I brought ah. it with me tonight oh. because it was so absurd. He was just angry and you could tell he didn't know what he was saying. and He was just, just complaining and drunk. Like, what did he say? I wrote some of it down. It's hard for me to read, but he'd be like, you know it hurts. When you're in love with someone, because his wife left him even right. back then, like everybody knew he was an alcoholic, and you know that someone doesn't love you, you know what that feels like? It carries a heavy weight and a burden on your heart. We were like, oh, shut up, because it was all him that brought on his own problems. So we just have to hear him complaining. And I'll tell you, I just remember hearing him. He didn't, and I'll tell you something else, but somebody else. I wrote this down because I remember hearing it and going, what the fuck is he talking about? And I, here, I'm going to quote this right here. And I hope that there's only one thing for you to do. And you just pack up your clothes. She wasn't even there. I don't know what he was talking about. Turn around slowly and walk out the door. I'm like, shut up. Just look over on your left shoulder as you go out, bitch. Like that's the anger, you know? He'd be like, then you hang your head and you say, oh, please don't try to tell me. Fuck you. Was your uncle Randy Travis? No, my uncle would say <laughs> shit. <laughs> no. Those do sound like lyrics. <laughs> well, he goes, make it into a song. I go, it's not a song. You know what it is? You're just a complaining old fuck. He goes, well, I'm going to make it into a song. I go, really? Are you? You know, it hurts you when you're in love with someone. And you know that someone don't love you. Oh. It carries a heavy burden on your heart. I'm on to your know uncle's side now. That the someone that you're in love with is in love with your best friend. And I'll tell you, when someone else is rocking your rocking your cradle, you know better than you can rock your cradle yourself. Then it's only one thing for you to do. This is what my uncle you used just to pack your clothes, turn around. This is my uncle. Oh my God! My uncle is a huge success. Remember the words? Yeah, yeah, it's very similar. Seems exactly what you said. Yeah, that is exact. Proving one thing: what I just proved, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Marin gets all the credit. <laughs> For what? This guy's got some. I'm tired of Mark Marin getting all the credit. You know what? I'm over here blowing the lid. Off of this, here's what it proves. One thing I just proved, that um, music is just complaining. It's like people going, look, if you want to complain, you better make it sound jazzy or do something nice with it, because I don't give a fuck. So if you're going to complain, you got to put it to music. That's what all songs are. People complaining 
but they make it poetic. We're all sitting on gold mines. If the worst things that's ever happened to us, we should write songs. That's right. And that's what I've been trying to say for years. It also proves that when Jesus your uncle Christ. is B.B. King, you shouldn't argue yeah. the lyrics. Yeah, I don't even know if that bit made sense, but I hope we have the type of listeners that give me credit for trying. You know, the listeners who listen on the treadmill, they can sit through a bit like this, maybe work out a little longer, not judge it. Oh, <laughs> What, are they lazy? They can't do another five minutes on the treadmill and listen to the bit? <laughs> Yo, you in that much of a hurry? Hey, why don't you kick it up a couple of notches there? If you want to lose some weight. Well, Tom, I don't think you want to start getting, you know, angry. I'm not getting angry. I'm well, just thinking, you're... like, there you're on the treadmill. You're judging Todd's bit as if it's not great. Okay, they're not all great. Why don't you kick it up to about 6.0? You know why? Because you can't. Or can you? Maybe you're dogging it. Why don't you quit dogging it? Go! 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 You got to want it! Oh, look who's tired. <laughs> oh, we turn it on them. Oh, I can't run anymore. At first, I well, think I'm going to do it to get even with them, but then I realize I am done. Oh, I can't even go one more step. Here's what pisses me off. Are you giving 110% on that Stairmaster? Are you? No. I doubt it. So Todd's supposed to give 110% on yeah. every fucking yeah. bit he does? Yeah. No. Why don't you stretch when you're done working out like you know you're supposed to, and you never yeah. fucking do? No, I'm going to oh, walk out you into don't the cold. do it all so perfect, do you? But all of a sudden, all my bits have to be up to par. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sick of that shit. <laughs> really? How many? Just get into the headspace. Right now, if you're high, picture you're in a boat. And you're rowing out into the blue water. And this music you hear in the sky. Not in your headphones. In the sky. Now, you're rowing your boat, but it takes no energy at all. You're just gliding it. But this boat is aggressively moving through the water in the blue skies of the night. And your name is Michael. Yes. And it's like you're on Vicodin while you're rowing. So it's 74 and a half degrees. Perfect. 74 degrees. A fish just jumped into your boat. I want you people to actually... (laughs) That's how perfect it is. I want you people to enjoy this so much, to let yourself go. Me and my friends here at the podcast studio are not going to interrupt the song until it ends. We want you to get into a headspace all by yourself. You do it till the song ends. I'll keep my eye on the clock. Just like Fred Rogers did. The river Jordan is chilly and cold. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Todd Glass Show. This is what we do. There is not a liberal America and a conservative America. There is the United States of America. There is not a black America and a white America and Latino America and Asian America. There's the United States of America. The Todd Glass Show on the Nerdist Network. Of course, we inspire. (laughs) (laughs) The Todd Glass Show. The president to do your promos. How about your boobies? Come on, let, let's have fun. What's the matter? You, you can't bounce your boobies? Let me see. What are you doing over here? Hey. Hey. What's wrong with your tits? 
Come on, bounce some ladies. Come on, have fun. I'm harmless. You know my backstory. You heard my episode of the Mark Marin Show. This is doing nothing for me at all. Come on, bounce them. Ah, fucking bounce them. What are you playing hard to get for? You look like you're hitting 50. Ah, bounce. That's my new cabaret act that I'm going to do. That would be so sad. I'd probably be the happiest I've ever been. (laughs) (laughs) Eric is right with me. God damn it. It's good to have a friend when you're that high. Tom, I want to talk to you. Yes, sir. <laughs> you're a great energy. I know. <laughs> no, you are. You're easy. You're easy to be around. I'm going to live forever. I'm going to cross that river. I'm going to catch tomorrow now. That's what the show is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Listen to the you're words. you hold me just like I always told you. This you're is what we, this song I says it all, go. the way we feel about you. Nobody here will ever find me. Well, hold on. But I will always be around. Yeah, I think so. What if I... Just like the songs I leave behind. That's right. It says this... It would be a funny bit, like the song starts saying completely absurd things, and I'm like, no, 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 that's not what we're saying. I want to take you and hat slap you. I'm like, whoa, whoa, no, no, no. I think this song's positive. It would be a great way to go out of here today. What a journey. This was the after show. What do you guys you think we should? Please try to raise your children. This was fun. You're hanging out with you guys is a real treat. Eric, anything you want to say? I'm lost. Just leave We're wrapping it up. Oh, bye. <laughs> Tom? I, I just want to say, Eric's hair looks great. Thank you. And all the stars fall from the sky. And uh, Eric, uh, Chris, you want to yell anything? I'll bring the music all the way out so people can hear you. No. We'll live forever, you and I. What about you, Todd? Do you have anything you'd like to say at the end of the show? I'd like to say, ladies and gentlemen, that I love. I had uh, I had fun. I'm not, I don't want to say anything that gives me podcast hangover. This song is about me. And then Todd died right there. <laughs> Uh, let's go to each other's funerals. Oh, I'm going to have so much fun at your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make sure of it out of respect to you. I'm going to do my podcast at your funeral. All right, listen. This song's been very good to us over the years. My uncle wrote this song. I'm going to live forever. Now, this has been I'm a good time. Good river. fun. I'm going to catch well, tomorrow I just, just, I guess it's time to wrap it up. Look, we went on a little bit of a journey. This after show, we were all over the place. But we've been all over the place before, and everything's been fine. Todd, you're always searching for an ending as if you need the perfect ending, and then you don't ever get the perfect ending. I don't know if you're ever going to get the perfect ending. You could just, like, end the show, and people are perfectly satisfied because they get off the treadmill. Now leaving Nerdist.com.